What is up, severely sweaty strangers? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Strange Sessions. As always, I am Kurt, and I am joined across the table by my glamorous co-host, Krista. I thought you were going to say Aaron. And we also have, he's glamorous too in his own way. We are joined by first-time guest co-host, Aaron. Welcome to the Strange Welcome Session. Welcome to the show. Aaron. Welcome to the cellar, the Strange Cellar. Thank you guys for having me. What do you think of it down here? It's very cozy and homey. It's it's actually, it's calming. It is. It is. It is, it, it because it's not haunted. It feels like a 1970s yeah. basement, oh, it does. right? It just With the makes paneling. you feel nice and calm and at ease. Yep. You yeah. guys have heard me talk about Aaron, I think, since episode one. He is my geocaching life partner. <laughs> uh, but he's on here because he accompanied me on where we're going this episode. And he's been binging our episodes like crazy lately. So you like the show? Yeah, I love it. It's okay? I, yes, I, I literally, literally stopped listening to all the music that I have, and I'm obsessed with music. Um, <laughs> and I can't even tell you the last time that I was in my car by myself listening to music. I even have the, the Strange Sessions playing when I'm in the car with my wife and kids. My son, Alden, <laughs> Uncle Kurt, he's like, that's Uncle Kurt. Leave it on. I want to hear it. I'm like, Alden, you might get scared. It's okay, Dad. It's Uncle it's Kurt. Uncle Kurt. I'm like, okay. So you have strangelings. Yes. Yes. Sweet. One. Uh, I don't, Camden is too young to really understand anything. He, but uh, Alden does. He re- and he really gets into it. Yeah. Well, when you uh, picked me up at the park and ride today, I heard my voice blurring yep. from your car. <laughs> and that was the episode. Which, is, which is always disconcerting. And that was the episode I said was the synchronicity. Yeah. Which was really weird. I actually had goosebumps. <laughs> when it happened, I'm like, okay, that's just bizarre. I mean, what are the odds that you would say something like you said, which was like, uh, you were talking about how I was coming. Yeah, next next month uh, or next year, uh, you know, talking to Aaron and stuff. He'd really like to be on the episode. I'm like, okay, that's just weird that I'm on this episode at this moment, and you're driving, and here I'm driving to the episode, episode to be on there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I thought that was that was really cool. So awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Yes, hey, quick, thank you again. Quick note: if you don't want to listen to the taste test. The housekeeping, new strangers, et cetera, et cetera, just hit pause. Check the show notes. Kurt will have posted the timestamp of the actual yeah. uh, topic start. Uh, I went down, shouldn't have, but I went down the rabbit hole of reading our reviews oh, no. on iTunes, and there were a lot of people complaining about the banter at the beginning. Skip over well, it, A lot baby. about our accents. There's nothing we're going to change about our accents. Yeah, our sorry. accents are what they are. So Also, and skip so, over it. And so, and so, yeah, our accents are what they are, but a lot of people didn't like... Uh, people wrote stuff like, I would totally listen to you if you guys didn't have that first 20 minutes or whatever. Skip over it, people. Yeah. It takes a yep. It's not hard. And you know what? You're not yeah. changing. We're, no, we're not getting rid of that. That's no, family time. That's people... family time. <laughs> that is family a time. A lot of people love the first 20 yep. minutes. That so. is when we are chatting with our Strange Sessions yep. family. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, show up a little later. Yeah. Or Don't come for the appetizers. Come for the main meal. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, do we have any? Oh, we do have shout outs. I want to give some shout outs to our newest strangers. And the first one is Blaine Rizach. Rizach. Okay. Who he actually is like big into the paranormal hunting. And oh, this is Blaine. Yes, yeah, this is told Blaine. Me about him. He um, helps with the stuff, I believe, at the Sheboygan Asylum. Yeah, because that's the group that hosts the, the tours there. And they do the Glenbula School too. Yeah. And it's so funny because what he is really into that he had some amazing results with is the Estes method. Oh, I want to try that so bad. He he said he heard, I think he said he heard that I don't like it and I don't like the Estes method. I really want to try it. The Estes method is when you have 
something playing the audio, right? Like the ghost, ghost box. box. Yep. Like the ghost box. Mm. Oh, I think. And I then one person song. is blindfolded. Yep, I know what and this is. can't yep. hear. Yep. So when they're responding to stuff, they have no input. So if they're responding to something that's being said, yeah. it's really this bizarre. Was from Hellier. Yeah, but yes. yeah, from Hellier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm, yeah, Carl and um, Connor invented yeah. the Estes method. Mm. The so that's not that is not my thing. Like I, Krista would love to do I would that. Love to do it. I, I'm chicken about that. You for can some be reason. the guy asking the questions. Though. So Blaine is awesome. <laughs> We've been talking to Blaine. Might have to have him come on the show at some time. Yeah, he has uh, a podcast. He knows his stuff. He does have a. He's only like three episodes in. I think it's called Ghosts and Us. I checked it out though. The quality is really good. Yeah, the quality is really good. Uh, so de- check it out, Ghosts and Us, and probably have them on at some point. So shout out to Blaine, you are awesome. To Julie Hodson, Emma Disher, who is my teacher friend, Mr. Disher, Tim Disher's daughter, that she listens to it. So Emma, thank you so much for listening. And I want to give a big shout out to Coleman and Nikki and Randy, and you guys know what for. So a little mysterious oh, there, but mm. you guys know what for. Thank you guys Sweet. so much. And to Teresa Bialik. Uh, when I talked about her on the show, I just referred to her as Tom's wife, <gasps> which is not good. Uh, that's funny. So now I'm going to say, I'm just going to say, uh, Teresa, Tom's her husband. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. I'll say that. So it's Teresa's it's, husband. It's not minimizing her. <laughs> yeah. But she's, I love you, Teresa. Thank, thank, thank you so much for everything sweet you said about the podcast. And it was great seeing you guys. So there are our shout outs. Taste test. Housekeeping first. Oh, we have do housekeeping. We, have, we do. I just want to okay. thank everybody for the birthday wishes. Oh yeah, you had a lot of good birthday wishes it was on a Instagram bad and week. Facebook. It was a rough week. Like I was talking to Aaron this morning. I'm all out of sorts, and I don't know what it is. I went. I think Monday, Tuesday, I didn't eat anything. Like I wasn't hungry. I wasn't feeling good. I've been waking up with headaches every day. Hmm. It could be the heat because yeah. I'm not getting a new air conditioner until the 24th. But it hasn't been that warm in my apartment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just haven't been feeling the best. So it was kind of a lousy birthday. So real quick, can I can I give a shout out? You can give a shout out. Okay. So I want to give a shout out to my wife, Nicole, who puts up with a lot of my... And lets you come here my, today. Yes. And, and lets me come here. And then my, <laughs> my children, uh, Courtney, Alyssa, who both love listening and get scared actually. And <laughs> uh, yeah, they're a little oversensitive. And then uh, my son, Alden, and my other little son, Camden. And... I think to myself sometimes that I, I, I do, I feel bad that I no longer live in Manitowoc so I could take care of Kurt. Because <laughs> I, I, I... You do a good job. When I came down to see you when we went on where we're going in this episode, you sent yeah. me back with so much dang food. I'm still <laughs> living off that But it's food. not even that, just knowing that, I you know, I'm like, he's not feeling good, like... I, to, you to get take me to, care you of you get, and make him do things, right? Ever, yeah. so, <laughs> you get me to I go out. You get me not, to go out. So. I feel bad that I'm not there nope, anymore. you're good. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. Anything else? Any other shout outs? I don't think so. I never have shout outs. Housekeeping. Nobody I know listens. I know to Courtney it. and Alyssa. I know Courtney <laughs> and Alyssa will listen. So mm-hmm. Courtney and Alyssa, love you guys. I can't believe they're all grown up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we have any. Oh, the other housekeeping. We believe the next episode is going to oh, yeah. be Duh. listener stories. Yeah. So if you have, have you checked any... the email? I can't remember my password for it, oh. so I might have to retry. <laughs> well, you can reset your yeah, password. So I might have to retry. I think they need to make a movie about Kurt. Yeah. Just it, your little quirks and stuff. And I have I some really quirks. Go, I, don't, I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. 
that's right. I was supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's, but like it's almost like it's our like, podcast. It's almost yeah. like, oh, that's just normal. It's like, does he yeah. act like that on purpose? Nope. That's well, just I, have, I have the password written down, but apparently it's not the right one. So uh, I'll figure it out. But yeah, there could be all kinds of stories in there. For now, <laughs> yeah, there could be. Uh, you can send uh, any stories to the strange session stories at gmail.com and I'll figure out how to get back in there. Or use the phone number. Or use the, f- please use the phone number because I had a message, Krista, from the phone number yesterday because it was going to get shut off if I didn't because we haven't had any activity on there. So please use the strange sessions phone number. Remember, you only get three minutes, I think, and then you got to call back and we'll use the. We'll stitch it together. We'll use the magic of uh, audacity to stitch it together. But the next episode will be Stranger Stories. Stories. So if anything's weird or it doesn't even have to be paranormal. If something mysterious has happened to you, let us know. And we will read it in the episode. Cool. Is that it? I think so. Aaron, are you forgetting anything? Not yet. I'm sure <laughs> it'll yet. happen, though. <laughs> we always let the person like do shout-outs, too. And I didn't even think about letting mm-hmm. him do shout-outs. So. It's been a while since we've had a guest host, though. It has. Have we had anybody this season yet? Corey. Hasn't Corey been Not on? this season. No, if you put you, me, Corey. Oh, he was together, on the... S- that would, that be, would be... Uh, <laughs> he was Corey, on the season finale That's last, the thing is yeah. that Corey's kind of become the season finale yeah. guy. Because then he's here for the Christmas episode yep. when we do our Christmas episode. He usually comes some... Like one a, time in the... The alleged Christmas episode. The alleged yeah, Christmas episode. Yeah, the alleged episode. Christmas episode. Um, <laughs> Mythical Christmas episode. Yeah. So are we ready for the taste I test? I think so. Aaron so I have to microwave something? Oh, yeah. Aaron, we got this from Randy and Nikki. They okay. sent us this at Christmas. I've been waiting for a long time. I'm excited. Yes. I really am. I, I don't know what to expect. Okay. Hand this to Krista, Aaron. It's nice having a, a, a co-host here because they can hand stuff across the You don't the need table. the pizza peel? Oh, wow. How am I going to microwave this? Uh, you I, cut it a... to you have a little plastic knife Ooh, or something. Ooh, figgy pudding. So I have to dump it out on a plate yep. and then microwave it. It is figgy pudding yeah, spam. Okay. And I don't know what to expect from this. Neither do I. Like, I've never... The only fig knowledge I have is Fig Newtons. Yeah. Figs are oh, good. Figs, figs yeah. are delicious. But I could see... I, like, I can imagine a ham... Or, I mean, uh, spam and pineapple being good together. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think a, a fruity spam would be, like, necessarily no, bad. yeah. Well, we're about to find out. But do, should, do you want to pause it until... Yeah, I think I will. Okay, we're going to pause it. Krista's going to heat up our spam. And we'll be right back. It's a little weird to splurp it out of the can like that, but uh. Well, Aaron. I mean, it smells pretty good up there. Aaron was talking about how he's surprised that I don't eat spam cold out of the can because I eat ravioli, spaghettios like that. That's cold uh, soup. Campbell's soup I eat cold really? out of the can, yeah. Ugh. But spam for some reason I have to heat up. It's sure weird. I get I smell like gingerbread. Is that weird? No, because no, isn't big pudding like a Christmassy kind? Yeah, of thing? it is. It is. It looks like a slab of dog food on my plate. Or cat food, yeah. It's. It doesn't smell bad. No, it just no. is a little off-putting. I smell spices, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Hold on. I gotta cut it chunk. Cuts like butter. <laughs> I just smelled gingerbread. Yeah, it's got a... It smells Christmassy. It smells it's festive. Christ- it smells, it smells festive. Festive, <laughs> okay. festive spam. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Oh. It's confusing. The taste, the tastes do not mesh together really well. No, I ta- I definitely taste like Christmas, like cloves, cloves, uh-huh. cloves, gingerbread, it's like cinnamon. There's something bizarre about it. 
It's like yeah. the, it is Christmassy tasting, but it's like the tastes don't come together. They stay like separate. There's the spam and the very I unique wish there was texture. Spammy taste to it. You know what I mean? It's not bad. Mm-mm. No, it's not bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to I, say. I, I like I don't. I'm, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Like. And I love spam, but I'm just confused by this. Yeah, one. it's confusing. That's the only way I can describe it is confusing. Well, for the moment However, you put it, I still can't stop eating. No, <laughs> I'm almost done with mine. I'm almost done with mine. When you put it in your mouth, it, the first thing that hits you is like confusion. Yeah. Because you're like, this shouldn't taste like this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sweet. It's got a little. I wish it was a little sweeter. No, I think it's I, very salty. I, I, but it's spam. Spam always is. Yeah, but I'm thinking like if you have like normal spam, it's really. It can get really salty, but mm-hmm. hmm. what would you pair this with? Eggnog? The rest of Christmas dinner, <laughs> <laughs> a side of stuffing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what it needs. It just needs. It, I don't know. The more I eat it, the more I kind of like it. But like I said, the t- the flavors never mesh together well. No, it's it's an odd, conflicting combination of flavors. You would think sweet sweet goes well with pork or whatever spam is. <laughs> I think spam is pork based. I, I get but it's have you ever had figgy pudding though, me too? I've never had figgy pudding. So maybe that's the thing too. Like I always get it mixed up pudding with like Maybe. I get it mixed up with sticky toffee pudding, which is a totally different thing. Mm. I've never had figgy pudding. Mm-mm. Kurt finished his whole thing. I'm not finishing mine. We'll hand it sand it on down. I oh, gotta, I'm I'm good. Your stomach will be gurgling. Oh god. I'll take one more bite. Just I don't know if it needs ketchup. <laughs> I think It'd be would... good with like maple syrup. Maple syrup oh, would actually you know, be pretty honestly, good. This would actually, you know, now that she's next that, to eggs, like I was just fried with say, eggs. Fry this up that would actually be good. I think this would be perfect as like yeah. a breakfast. A... That might be our problem. Yeah. The uh, sweet you gotta okay, think now, of it. Yeah. Now okay. I wish we had eggs and and hash browns. <laughs> Some toast. <laughs> then I think. Oh yeah, that would be good. I'm gonna give that an eight out of ten. I'm giving it a six, just because I'm still a little confused by it. I was going to say seven, <laughs> but we got a six, seven, and eight. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I like it. I like it, but I think if we did but, the breakfast thing, and you made like a breakfast sandwich, the toasted butter, put a chunk of this on there with a fried egg, mm-hmm. the yolk where it kind of cracks. Yeah, you know, yeah, that would be good. And then the hash browns. Some hash browns on oh, the sandwich, then too. Then I think that might mm. go up there as a ten. It's just... Diced I, up in the hash browns would mm-hmm, be good, too. Mm-hmm. I think they should have just called it holiday flavor, because I don't know if I get... I don't know what figgy pudding is, but I, I get I'm a lot of gingerbread spices, and a lot of, of cloves. The spices are very specific to figgy pudding, I'm guessing. It leaves a lingering aftertaste, though, it does. that's for sure. I have some liquid IV in my water here <laughs> to wash it down. Candy. Oh, you the, had the... Well, the Aaron had the durian candy. The, Aaron tried the durian. I, yeah. the I think yeah. we, we have dunder salt if you want to try it. It's in that top, that drawer. Yeah. Oh, it's in the drawer. Yep. Yeah. I think it's in a bag. Yeah, that's our drawer of leftover taste tests. <laughs> this is it? No. no. I thought it's in, like, here. This is it. Oh. Salt. Yeah, now you can try a dunder salt, too. I'm going to have to. A dunder salt, a durian candy. He tried a durian. Look and on his face figgy pudding spam. This was way better than I expected it to be, to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, spam is not something I eat. Oh, I love but... spam. Oh, I, I love spam. Oh, my God. This is, like... Sorry for oh my god, this is gonna be. You might like this though. Yeah, Corey had a very Corey, like, uh, Corey mild, anticlimactic reaction. reaction. Yeah, but that's Corey. 
like salty right off the bat. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't even keep it in my mouth that long. No. It could be the fact that I just had. <laughs> <laughs> it now it's hitting you. Oh. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> and people eat this for fun. Apparently, once you get past that outer shell, it's, it's like a better. licorice. It's like I couldn't get past flavor, it though. I, I couldn't keep that thing in it's my mouth like for more than a few a seconds. Vomit burp. Yes. Yeah. It's totally what it is. Yeah. It's like weirdly acidic and like, salty. You're, like you just like the next. You burped. Yes. Yes. Uh, Not a fan. Well, keep. I'm gonna. I like this one better. I think than the, the durian, durian candy. candy. <laughs> well, well, I'm not. But well, not thank by you, Krista, for heating that up. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I think that was our first microwave. That was our first taste microwave test. taste test. God. I remember Bridget sent us biscuits that I baked. That you baked. Yeah, yeah that was good. Sweet. Was it biscuits? It was some kind of baked good. It was. I remember you guys having. It was that. Oprah, wasn't it? Oprah biscuits. It was some somebody like something famous. she recommended. Like somebody famous. One of her picks. Yeah. Oprah's picks. What time are we looking at? 23 minutes. Ooh, pretty much on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we had a good five minutes of yep. um, stuff that won't be in the regular episode. Are we ready to dive into... We are. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. topic. So here's the thing. Uh, if... <laughs> Aaron, no, you, you can't do it. gave up on the dunder. You can't do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I can keep going, but it's just why. Why do I... Why, why, why put why yourself through that? I know Corey did that, but I'm like, I'm not doing it. No, yeah. It's fine. Uh... We don't know how long this is really going to go. We've This is going to have several audio clips. So we're doing a My, uh, my Favorite Mini Mystery where we talk about a haunted location. So depending on how long this goes, Krista might have one or she might not have I'm one. I'm guessing I won't. Yeah. I think this will be longer than you think it's going to be. It might be, especially if we're going to play the, all the clips. Why is she crying up there? Probably because she wants to come down here. Oh, uh, but girl. she won't. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. Poor baby dog. I know. Neglected Lucy. ASPCA commercial. Yep. Sarah um, McLaughlin's going to start Sarah McLaughlin singing. song. <laughs> so what we did for this episode was Aaron and I ventured down to Holy Hill, Wisconsin. It is not that far from you, actually. I expected nope. it to be a little bit of a drive from West Bend, but it wasn't. We were like there in a matter of minutes. minutes. Yeah. So it's not that far. And you really want to go there, don't mm-hmm. you? Like, I've be- I've been through there. I've driven right up to Holy Hill, like the church, but I've yeah. never gotten out and gone in the church. Really? Well, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's right in the kettles. It's such a gorgeous area. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was. A I've m- been to also the um, Fox and Hounds restaurant, which is because oh, right yeah. we, we talked up, about we that. We talked about that. that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, well, you, I'm, I'm just gonna say this right off the bat. Like, I did not know this, and I just found this out yesterday when I was finishing up my research, but. This like floors me. So they have guest houses right there that you can stay at mm. in the church. And I did not know that. Mm. No, I didn't either. So there is a, the old monastery inn is the older one. And the new guest house is the newer one. Uh, the difference is, is that the old one has each room has a communal bathroom. Oh. Which I don't like. No. <laughs> you no. know. This isn't Europe. Yeah. So no. So <laughs> there's like one bathroom. But here's the thing. Like I was floored by this. Maybe I'm maybe it's not that big of a deal. But if you wanted to stay there and you wanted to stay in the old monastery inn where it has the communal bathroom, for a single occup single occupancy for one night it's forty bucks. 
which is nothing. Yeah, yeah that's really good. Uh, double occupancy is 50. And if you wanted to stay at the new guest house, a single is 50 and a double is 60. That's better than staying at a hotel. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. for like 40 bucks, I could go there and spend the night. Don't you remember when we pulled up there? I was pointing up to yes. something. And yes. Like, Somebody live up there? Yeah. I bet, you that, I bet that's I bet what you it was. It. I bet that's what it was. Because I did tell you, I said, there, you can stay here. I just didn't know where it was on the location where you could stay. Hmm. But it's like dirt cheap to stay there. Yeah. And I could see. It's me- probably because you don't have the amenities you would have mm-hmm. at a hotel. Yeah, there's but- probably no hot breakfast in the morning. <laughs> well, there's the cafe, which is really nice. <laughs> yeah, that was really nice. Uh, but I could see like staying there. And then at like three in the morning when oh, I'm up, do a little do a little hike, do a little night hike or something like that. I could totally see that. Does the Ice Age Trail go right through yes. there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We so. kept seeing. You're gonna hear us. You're gonna hear us meandering around a lot in this episode. And I just want to say right off the bat, this episode is kind of more a fun one where it's you just get to listen to Aaron and I what it's like hanging out with us. I guess <laughs> just listen to us bicker like an old married couple and <laughs> and banter. Uh, it's for some of these, I think for two of them when we're on location, I read the stuff that has supposedly happened there. Uh, the first one, I, I'm just going to start off by saying that there's a lot supposedly going on around this area. You know, it's supposed to have ghosts. It's supposed to have cryptids. It's supposed to have all sorts of things going on around it. And But it's beautiful. If you've never seen pictures of Holy Hill, it is... You can see it from miles away. Yeah, it's it gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, so and when, Aaron we, and, when we're at the top, you can see it from miles. Yeah, but and then Aaron and I were like, we couldn't find it. We're looking around for it. And, all, and then we turn around and all of a sudden it's right <laughs> behind us. It's like, it. oh, there it is. <laughs> so funny. You know? <laughs> so here's the story of the location. Surrounded by hundreds of acres of natural forest, Holy Hill is a minor basilica of the Roman Catholic Church and National Shrine of Mary, Help of Christians, that towers more than 289 feet over the forest floor on one of the highest peaks in southeastern Wisconsin. It got its name from early Irish settlers, but has since also come to be known as Miracle Hill or Church of the Miracles. An earlier structure that once stood on the site was littered with crutches left behind by visitors who found healing on its mysterious summit. A reclusive Catholic order from Bavaria called the Displaced Carmelites are the current stewards of the hill and have been since 1906. But the first Catholics there were 17th century Jesuit missionaries from the north. According to tradition, the hill was first discovered in 1673 by a French-Canadian priest named Jacques Marquette, along with adventurer and fur trader Louis Joliet, which I believe Joliet is named after, the, the city of Joliet, mm. I think. Local Potawatomi and Menominee folklore tell of a, quote, black-robed chief who wore a crucifix and rosary at his belt while he prayed on the big hill. A 1920 Milwaukee Journal article reports, quote, Father Marquette, in his journeying from the town of Mequon in the search for Rock River, saw the hill from 15 miles away. It made its mystical appeal to him, and the man of religion hastened to the top to raise a cross. The Basilica and National Shrine of Mary at Holy Hill is open for prayer from 6 o'clock a.m. to 5 o'clock p.m. The grounds close at 7 o'clock p.m. And Aaron and I know this all too well. Visitors can climb a 178-step observation tower to view the Milwaukee skyline, about 30 miles You can southeast. see the Milwaukee skyline? Yes. Wow. Uh, you're going to hear. We're, I'm going to read this stuff, and then we'll play the clip of Aaron and I. 
but you're going to hear me like, why don't I see? Because I've seen pictures from the tower of skyscrapers in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. but then like Aaron pointed out, which I totally forgot about the bonfire smoke. So yeah. we couldn't bonfire? see. Bonfire? Yeah. Wildfire? Wildfire. wildfire. <laughs> bonfire. <laughs> Not bonfire. Uh, but we yeah, could, yeah, yeah, we couldn't no. see. But it's there's cool pictures sense. online where you can see like the what's the famous one in Milwaukee the white building that the super well cool. it was the first star I don't know if it's still called yeah the first but star that's building. that's the building where you can see it on the skyline but you're up like it's mm-hmm. you're up there a ways according to Wikipedia um, the U S government owned the land until 1855 and the hill was known as Government Hill because surveying work was done there. 40 acres were purchased by Father Paul Huber of Salzburg, Austria. The first white resident of the hill was a hermit named Francois Sobrio. Around 1862, an area farmer found him living on the hill. Sobrio had heard about the hill while he was working as an assistant to a retired professor in Quebec, Canada. He had found an old French diary and map dated 1676 showing a cone-shaped mountain in Wisconsin. The diary described how the author placed a stone altar, raised a cross, and then dedicated the hill to Jesus' mother Mary. The diary account corresponds with Jesuit missionary work in the area between 1673 and 1679. We'll learn more in a little bit about uh, Subrio. He's got kind of an interesting background. The name Holy Hill was first given to the place by Irish settlers in the area. Father George Strickner dedicated a log chapel as the first shrine of Mary, help of Christians, on May 23, 1863. A set of wooden crosses were placed for the Stations of the Cross in 1875. In the winter of 1879, Father Rea sent a proposal to Archbishop Henny to construct a new shrine to Mary. Construction began that spring and pilgrims began flocking to the shrine. A group of displaced Carmelites, and that showed up a lot when we were there. Like the, the Carmelites are the, the order that runs the place. They came from Bavaria at the invitation of Archbishop Mesmer, and the Shrine of Mary was put under their care on June 26, 1906. The building, now known as the Old Monastery Inn and Retreat Center, was completed in 1920. The second shrine was removed in 1925 so that a third shrine could be built. The present church was completed and consecrated in 1931. Another tradition describes a German priest who was recreant to his vows and came to America for penance. This is Sobrio. He became ill in Chicago and was paralyzed. He reportedly found the hill, crawled to the summit on his hands, and was cured of his paralysis. The shrine is listed on the National Register of Historic Places. On July 16, 2006, a mass was held celebrating 100 years of Carmelite stewardship stewardship at the site. During the mass, it was announced that Pope Benedict XVI, the reigning pope at the time, named Holy Hill a minor basilica. And that's kind of a big thing. That means you're more than just a regular church, you know. There are about 85 minor basilicas in the United States. Oh, not a lot then. Yeah. Okay, so... Here's a little more about Sobrio. Uh, That spam has—it's got a smell yet. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was just thinking that could be what she's whining at up there. Is she? Well, the can is on the counter. Oh, Uh, she probably wants food. Yeah. Yep. Jim will take care of it when he gets home. (laughs) As a young man in France, Francois Sobrio had been studying for the priesthood when he met a girl and fell in love. When he publicly announced his engagement to her, he was banned from the church and brought disgrace upon his family. 
He decided to leave home for a while to let the controversy subside. He promised his love that he would return for her, but after a year, he returned home to discover that she had been unfaithful. He murdered the girl in a jealous rage. Well, <laughs> yeah. okay then. Yeah. And then he fled to a monastery in Quebec where he lived in penance as a monk. Legend says that it was at that monastery that Sobrio discovered the diary and map from Father Marquette's travels and decided to follow it to the sacred hill where Marquette had constructed a stone altar, erected the cross, and dedicated the site to Mary. There he would pray for forgiveness for breaking his vow of chastity and for murdering his lover. Sometime around the mid-1800s, an area farmer noticed a figure moving about in the moonlight one night on Holy Hill. This figure seemed to be performing religious rites, kneeling before the silhouette of the cross for a long period of time before rising and disappearing into the woods. That figure was Sobrio. He had been living there on the hill in a crude dugout or hut for who knows how long. He soon became friends with the farmers and eventually shared his story with one trusted acquaintance, who he probably shouldn't have trusted because they apparently told everybody. On his travels to the hill, Sobrio had contacted a disease that left him almost entirely paralyzed. But when he finally reached the hill, he was so determined that he crawled on hands and knees to the summit where he spent the whole first night in prayer. The following morning, Sobrio discovered that he had regained function of his entire body again. He had been miraculously healed at the top of the hill. He decided to build a small chapel there where he remained for seven years. Then Sobrio vanished as mysteriously as he arrived. Some stories say that he joined the Union and fought in the Civil War where he died in battle, while other people claim that he had been seen alive and well in Chicago sometime after his disappearance. According to some visitors, he can still be seen wandering the grounds of Holy Hill at dusk, his ghostly figure kneeling and praying at various crosses along the old path or drifting along the cemetery in the forest below the church. So there's that. Um, I'm going to send this to you. Aaron, you've seen this. I'm going to send this to you and uh, I'll, I'll send it to Krista because you've seen it. So um, I'll send it to you right now. This is from a trail cam. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Holy Hill Art Farm recently shared an image they say was captured on the property that appears to show a creepy figure standing along the edge of a cornfield. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's weird. It says, quote, our trail camera set up in the southwest cornfield captured a very creepy figure walking along the edge of the field. They wrote in a statement on Facebook, the camera, with no possible easy access from the road, is a motion sensor camera that only takes pictures when something triggers the device, which almost proves that the figure must have been moving for the camera to have taken a photo. It looks like something wearing, well, it looks like a I was going to say white, yeah. if you hold but it in this... It's probably something dark, actually, because yes, stuff because that's of, yeah, dark shows yep. up white in night vision. It says the figure seems to be a tall, thin woman in some sort mm -hmm. of nightgown or dress. The figure is almost as tall as the corn. You can see the legs. And if that isn't creepy enough, we can kind of make out another smaller image behind her. Hmm. So that's the oh, image. Yeah. That's that's the image that they On the sent. left? No, yeah, right here. Look at it. It's like a, oh. a shadow, a dark shadow. I just assumed that was like a... Because you can see well, that, there's a break why, in the road. Yep, that's why somebody says... Uh, Weird. On the, in the comments, it says, Commenters noted what appears to be someone wearing an old-fashioned dress or what looks like a child playing with a, quote, paranormal pooch. That must be the tail that you see. Somebody else writes, quote, People see what they want to see. As a farmer, I see a piece of silage film blowing around in the wind. <laughs> uh, another poster Could says be. that the photo wasn't even taken from the Holy Hill Art Farm at all, but was taken on their family's land on St. Patrick's Road in the town of Erin 
and that's where you and I go mm-hmm. for uh, the pub at the end mm-hmm. in 2013, and they shared it in a paranormal Facebook group in 2021. A small farm sitting in the shadow of Holy Hill was featured on an episode of The Dead Files, where really? a terif- yeah, where a terrified family was tormented by a massive shadowy evil. Hmm. According to medium Amy Allen, this land quote suffers from a curse that hinders the lives of the living. Hmm. So there you go. There's what I have for for the Holy Hill stuff. Okay. Um, we'll play the audio of Aaron and I hiking up the tower. And we go into the church, but we don't say anything. I mean, I edited most of that out because we were super quiet in there mm-hmm. because we were kind of, I didn't think anybody was going to be in there, but there were there people, everywhere. there were people everywhere. I mean, it was, and it was like a Friday afternoon. And it was like 90 degrees outside. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> Great want to like, day to climb a tower oh, of you'll, stairs. You'll hear that. <laughs> you'll, 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 <laughs> you'll hear me suck in air. And, and after, to... like, after 10 steps, he's already. Oh man! How <laughs> yeah. But uh, so it's like there were a lot of people in there and like deep in prayer and stuff. So I didn't want to be walking up or up and down the aisle with my recorder, be going, "Anybody here? Can you say anything? Or, you know, are, are you with us?" So us I edited name. most of that out because it was just silence of you and I being in the church, and then we were counting the stained glass windows because we were also using that to get a geocache. Imagine if anybody so, was sitting there watching us. Like, well, yeah, because you and I are like pointing up at the counting all the windows. Yeah. So it's I think this so there was a geocache in there too. It's a virtual, not in there, but there's a virtual one oh, okay. like one of the geocaches we had to climb to the top of the tower take a picture of us at the top of the tower oh. that's when i posted last week yeah. for a teaser gotcha but i think this clip is like 12 minutes long so okay. it's just aaron and i climbing up and then we go to the church and then we go find the elevator and and leave so it's nothing super exciting but we're putting it in here because this is just kind of fun but i the church, there was nothing spooky. well you'll hear us you'll like you were kind of a couple of spots on the stairway seem creepy But here you go. Here is our first clip of Aaron and I at Holy Hill. Hey, strangers. It is Kurt, your fearless co-host. And I am here at Holy Hill with... Who am I here with? Uh, This is Aaron. What's up? (laughs) You sound so formal. How you doing? (laughs) I am here with Aaron. We're going to check out Holy Hill today. It's supposed to be one of the more haunted spots in Wisconsin. It's pretty impressive, the church on the hill. Uh, when we pulled up, we couldn't see it. We turned around, and there it was. Um, anything else you want to say, Aaron? We might have to carry up up the steps because it's a, a lot of steps, and I, I know how Kirk can be. He might not He might not make it. So No, we're also go. getting a geocache here where in order to claim it, we have to climb to the top of the staircase that's like 200 steps up, but it's supposed to be one of the best views in southern Wisconsin because you're up there quite a ways. So we're going to be checking all these places out and we will keep you guys informed on how it's going. Bye for now. Here's the scenic tower. Okay. Well, yep. Correct. You got to go all the way to the top, huh? Where do we have to come? I'm already dying and we didn't oh. miss it. Do we know the other count? Right there. Yeah, but we gotta come from a certain area. Oh. <laughs> I'm already. Hang on. You should take pictures. I should. Good call. There. All right, are we ready to do this? Sure. What do we have to count from? Here. Okay, let me do this again. I screenshot it. Climb to the tower and attach a picture of yourself or your team. 
As you're climbing, once you get to the open area of the tower, start counting the steps all the way to the top. So we gotta get to the open area of the tower. As you're climbing, wow, <laughs> look at that stairway. Ow. This is pretty right here. You ready to do this? Once you get to the open area of the tower, once the open area is like well, this. Now we'll figure it out. I'm guessing that's going to be up. We know 178. Okay, stairs are bigger here. Well, so what is this? I don't know. It looks like a little church or something. I can't. Oh my god. Oh my god. Imagine how John McLean felt. Right? Wow, we are up here a ways. Look at this picture. I mean, look at that the window. Okay, taking a breather. <laughs> Are you recording? I am. Good. Take a breather and let this record it so you can hear it. You alright? <laughs> <laughs> if I die, how are they getting me out of here? Oh my god. This is insane. Imagine doing this drunk. That too. Well, could you imagine coming up here at night? It's all dark and creepy. I hear birds. That could be a problem, bird. I'm okay. birds. <laughs> I think we're at the top. I think we found our open area. Now it's start cold. There's a breeze. Holy buckets. <sighs> This is not. No. <laughs> no. Look, Aaron. Huh? Look straight up. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Well, this feels better. Bet we come up here, get our lawn chairs, have a 12 pack, and just sit back and chill. Oh, look at the view, though. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you counting, you counting the steps? Nope. Oh, is this where we're supposed to go? It said open area. I think this is the... Okay. Oh we are up here quite a ways. Holy cow. Okay, start going. One, two, wait, no, one, two, up. three, four. All right. Oh, my God. 45. 45. <laughs> I don't like this. This is it. This is insane how high we are. So we're on the top of the tower, right? Yep. Still got my recorder going. Now we gotta take a picture of us together because yep. we're turkey time. I don't like this dude. Why? I'm just getting worse with heights the older I get. Where's Milwaukee? Ooh. The floor, the floor slopes right there. Like, I feel like we should be able to see skyscrapers. Yeah, don't forget, there's also all the uh, smoke. What are your thoughts so far on uh, Holy Hill Church? It's, uh, it's tall. tall. <laughs> it's very tall. 
Um, it's beautiful though. Um, I don't get weird vibes. Like some people say, no. they, some people say they get like dark but, vibes here. But, but maybe if we stayed downstairs in some of those other areas that when we were walking yeah. up, because they, there, there's like, there's not a lot of room to walk. No. To begin with, and nope. then some of the more open spaces, it does seem like it would be creepy. Like right when we walked in, there was like that little. I said it right when we walked in, so that's kind of creepy right there. Like that yeah. little hidden spot right yeah. there. Up here, it doesn't feel creepy. No. There's anybody up here, you can try. Oh, my ears keep popping, dude. Oh, I and I usually have problems. With if my there's ears anybody popping. up here, you can try saying something into my recorder. Although, why a ghost would come all the way up here, I don't know. But you can say something into my recorder. I'm holding. <laughs> okay, people are coming. <laughs> we'll wait till they get up here, and then we'll go down. <laughs> oh, we gotta get a picture of us up here. Oh yeah, come yeah. over here. Yeah, I would have gotten. No, nope, come over. Come over here. Like, this feels creepy to me, this little... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, like, little corridors. Are you still yeah. recording? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, that's the right word, right? Corridors? Co like, corridors. Is that Not a corridor, words? but a little, like, weird area. Like, resting area. It annoys me so many people have etched their names in this. But this is, like, this right here is where I thought it felt more creepy. Is it because the stairway is so narrow? Yes. I actually, my legs are shaking a little bit more here than they were, like, all the way at the top. I was fine there. The way it's set up is so bizarre, though, isn't it? Could you imagine how long it took to build this thing, though? <laughs> because it's like being recognized as a minor basilica of the Catholic Church is a big thing. It's that's saying it's not like just a normal church. So where is the sanctuary? What is this? I don't know where the sanctuary is. I think that was down I'm assuming this is the sanctuary. Or I would think that must be it. Like, can we go in there? See? I was looking in. I don't know what is this. <laughs> it looks like it's air conditioned. It's got a sliding door. No, but I was right about the elevator. Look at that. I'm fine with taking an elevator. Oh, it's cool in here. Air conditioned elevator, at least. Still recording? Yep. I'm just letting it run. It's going to be full of full audio. It would be weird if there was a third voice. If there was something <laughs> on there. Uh, but you know what? I will say this. When I was in Stoughton at uh, Elson's secondhand second shop, shop yeah. that I felt terrible at. Here you don't. Here you don't. Elson's secondhand shop, I was fooled. You were all askew when we were in there. Barfing up water. water. Water when it should have been garbage omelet. Yeah, that was so weird. Well, then next stop is the cemetery, and then we got to find Hogsback Road, and then we go to the, the bar pub, and then we're done. All right. I get no weird vibes. Hey, we got a we got a cash out. Would we have ever gotten that cash? No, no way. I never knew this was down here. <laughs> I live here, and I didn't know it was down here. It's I always, impressive. I always see Holy Hill Road and stuff, but I never... It is super... Oh, I can't get a good picture from here. 
it's super impressive. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not in great shape. <laughs> what? <laughs> I couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> I but, can't say I'd be any better, Kurt. But like, you, but like, air, like, it was hot. It was humid. It was in the 90s. It was yeah. humid. Yeah, the air quality know. obviously wasn't like great either. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Sometimes Aaron and I will get geocaches where we got to climb like those the lookout towers and, and parks and stuff. Fire and towers. I'm, just, I'm always just dying. And I'm always laughing. Yeah, just you're always laughing. Right now, I'm still you're laughing. always laughing. <laughs> Uh, but it's just so pronounced because you're holding the recorder. Yeah, I said it sounds like a dirty phone call in the beginning. It did. <laughs> it did. Uh, but it was. But it, it's like it's church steeple. Like um, it's not that far across. It's maybe what from end to end. It's probably like being a square that's like maybe. Are you talking about from the twelve feet across? You think twelve feet square that you're climbing? You're going up these. I mean, how how big would you say that was? It wasn't big. It was uh, like being in a tower, like a was. like a fairy tale castle tower yep. climbing these stairway and the stairs at least at the towards the bottom were not very wide nope. yeah you guys are telling me i was like okay so heights and claustrophobia, heights and claustrophobia like not heat. enough for two people to pass yeah. each other nope. once we Ooh. got to that we first, even mentioned that like yeah. there was an emergency like what the were there happened? windows all the way up though where you could see out yes but sporadic i, I can't I guess but I they know. weren't open until nope. we got to that Ugh. open area yeah, uh, up at the top. And then yes. once we, once we got towards the top where that open area was, it was a lot c- more comfortable because there was a breeze coming yeah. through. But um, yeah, I didn't mind it at the top, um, which is weird because I have vertigo issues. Oh god, bad. I did, especially when I would and hit that section of the floor that sloped a little bit. I'm like, Ugh. once we got to the top, it was like I was expecting that I was going to be dizzy, and, and I felt completely like calm. Yeah. It was weird when I was coming down. My legs were shaking like crazy yeah. coming back yeah. down. You didn't feel good but like going Chris down. Like Chris said, you're using different muscles. Yeah. I was fine going up. Coming down, I was shaking. Yeah. I wish you guys could have heard us uh, listening to that clip. <laughs> we were Kirk, laughing so hard. We were so laughing hard. so hard at me sucking wind and trying. <laughs> but it's like, how do you even build something like that? You know, it I is so know. tall. But imagine climbing this big, tall tower on the top of a tall hill. And you can see... It's beautiful. Like the the, the yeah. View if you can see beautiful. the Milwaukee skyline from there, yeah. that's not close. Like, I'm afraid of heights to a point, but I could. I went to the window and I was like looking out the window and taking pictures and stuff, and it was super pretty. And everybody says during autumn when the leaves oh, are changing, that it's amazing. It's just beautiful. Yeah. But I was a little bummed because I wanted to see like the skyscrapers from Milwaukee, but I forgot that there was the, the wildfire smoke, so you couldn't. But we could still see quite a distance. Yeah. You know, I I'll, I'm gonna post some pictures of all this stuff in the group after. But as far as weird vibes, it it floored me that there were people like in fancy dresses oh, in the were, church, yes. like like it's a praying. pilgrimage site you for people. Yeah, I they think. were all from di- from different countries that were there. I'm like, yeah, what where, what world are we in here right now? Because yeah. it, it was just it was it was bizarre. There was, and there were people that were in the in the church praying, and we were there at, on a Friday at at like ten in the morning. 10, it was like ten, 10 eleven 30. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. there was there was a lot of activity. Yeah. I, I did not expect just, that. I thought we were just going to be going to like a church. It, was it is be, beautiful. You know, the church is just beautiful. Did you take any pictures inside the church? Yes, yep. I okay. took a couple. Um, but I, I'm not going to post a lot of them because I don't want to post people's yeah. people praying. I feel sure. it's a little... Like one section, one section didn't have a lot of people at it, so I can post that one so you can see what the church looks like. But it was beautiful. It was a beautiful church. And... Uh, but as far as creepy vibes, nothing in that area. I yeah. thought it was super peaceful. I guess uh, <laughs> the only bizarre thing was us trying to find them the cemetery after this. 
You remember yeah. the whole escapade of yeah. The, the next audio, uh, Aaron and I, Aaron and I trying to find the cemetery. This is classic Aaron and Kurt. Um, <laughs> but as far as the church grounds itself, I thought it was amazingly peaceful. It I was. did not feel any. They have like such a nice gift shop, like a huge gift shop. Mm-hmm. And the lady was super nice that we went to for directions, which you're going to hear us talk about going to get directions. So what do they sell one. in the gift shop? Oh, my God. Rosaries. Cool. Um, All religious. They had a, yeah, they had a t-shirt yeah, that but was, like, it was weird because we both, we like, both honed, liked the We honed the it on a t-shirt. Yeah, it at, was like a, I can't remember. It had like a Christian like symbol. It was like, it's, a, it's all like, they had like special like coins mm. that had like the pictures of the church and stuff. It was really cool. And I'm not like a religious guy, but it was, I loved mm-hmm. being in that the gift shop, the the cafe was amazing. Yeah. You know where it you was and really I got cute. our smoothies. It was cute. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but it was it was it's beautiful. If you're ever near that area, it's worth it just to stop in. Is the cafe right on site where the mm-hmm. church? The is? cafe, okay. the cafe, the church, I think the was, gift shop, it's all the tower, it's all right there. Okay, you were probably right by it when you drove to the probably. top of the, and that was all right there. And as far as like paranormal stuff that happened in the church and stuff like that, I couldn't find a lot. I just felt like the church felt super calm and peaceful. Yep. It was beautiful. Cool. And then after this, we set out to find the Carmelite Cemetery. And when we are in the cemetery, I will read what has supposedly happened in the cemetery. So, again, this is a fun little clip. You're going to hear typical Kurt and Aaron looking for the cemetery. <laughs> so here is our second clip of Holy Hill. This is the cemetery. I don't know where this cemetery is. Of course, I'm already going the wrong way. It's just how we do it. Um, Surprised how many people like go there to, I to, was to pray. By how many people to were pray there. and yep. stuff too. Yeah. There were people with like gowns on yep. and. It's like going to the Vatican or something. Right? Yeah, it's it's. That's kind of what it was. It was like one of those kind of. It's impressive. It was. Okay, we're here. I just passed it. What am I? Was it back there? There were like a, it was like a Bigfoot. There were like well, Bigfoot statues in the whatever I was just looking at. Huh? I was trying to figure out if those were big feet. It looked like a memorial plaque. It looked like like a weird memorial plaque, of but it I had pull over into something that says private drive. And then... Like right here is what I was looking. Right here is where I was looking at with the. No, no, there's somebody's yard. Where well, is this? Where did the thing go on here now? Why did it shut off? I don't know. That's weird. Uh, it's all complete. Well, okay. That's weird. Well, we're back to the orchard. Arrive at Holy Hill Road. Yeah, but where's the cemetery? I don't know. It's got it. That's someone's house. It keep, puts this right, right there. Keep going. Is it up? All I have on here is Holy Hill Road. Why did it say that? I don't know. So that's the problem. We didn't type the thing in right. Word morons. Holy Hill Cemetery? I don't get a signal, so this is all you. Holy Hill Cemetery. I'm not getting a whole... Oh, no. Holy... That's in Delaware. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a hell of a drive. Holy Hill Cemetery. Cemetery... uh, One mile. Carmel Road. That's it. We need no, that's Carmel Light Cemetery. That's it, though. That's well, it. Well, that's not what you ever... You never said that. that. Don't go by what I say. Go by what I mean. <laughs> so we're four minutes away. We would have been looking a long time, Kurt. A long time. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's Glacier Hills, not Cemetery Park. Oh, my gosh. That's typical. You give me the wrong information. I'm going by what you say, and then 
before you know it, you're in Delaware. <laughs> we end up in Delaware, we're gonna have problems. Where are we? Like, where's know. the cemetery? Oh, are we sure it's on this road? Nope, not at all. Oh, whatever, is that whoever's the... behind us, is, they keep following us. I can't imagine that many people wanting to come out here. Are they gonna kill us? <laughs> this is some Ted Bundy stuff right here. <laughs> this is some Ted Bundy stuff. Wow. That is just open. Yeah, this is weird. This is like out in the middle of nowhere. Why does it feel like we're going in a circle though? I feel like because we are too. we are, we're gonna take another right. Four rights is a circle. Maybe you just wanted to show us this area. We're like two old men on a Sunday. <laughs> we are like two old men on a Sunday drive. <laughs> Should we go get our Coke and a cone? Get a Coke and a cone from McDonald's. <laughs> All right, here's Carmel Road. This guy turns here, man. We got, we got problems. That's right. Now that's a speed limit you don't see very often. 20? 20. This is a weird little okay, road. this is creepy. This might have been like what you were talking about though, right? This isn't Hogsback Road, I, I don't, don't know. think. I don't know, this is a creepy road. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think of this road, Aaron? I, 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 I'm a little weirded out. Look at how dark this one is on that oh, side. Oh, that is, okay, <laughs> that's, dark. that is, that is dark. That is dark. I can see a goat man or a Bigfoot in there. Can you imagine something that, like, creepy just came running out? Or we looked and just saw somebody standing there looking at us in the woods. That's me locking my doors. <laughs> We're turning right. We're 400 feet. What the? Kurt? Isn't that where we were? Oh, my God. Do you know where we're at? No. We're back by the Holy Hill Church. Where's this? <laughs> where's where's this? <laughs> <laughs> we went in a complete circle. We're right back at the church. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is that is. Where great. is this? Okay. We're, we're, right, we're right back we're where we right started. We're right back where we started. We're like, oh, we're going in a circle. Duh. We did. So where's the cemetery? So I have no idea where this. <laughs> what the oh, heck? Oh. <laughs> my stomach hurt. <laughs> oh, that is just absolutely, that is typical of us. We just spent the past, what, 30 minutes? <laughs> Driving to come a all the way circle. back. We're right back where we started. We should have known that the cemetery was here, but. Where? Uh, where? Well, this would make sense if the cemetery was over here. Wow. Maybe we should ask somebody. Yeah. You want know, to talk to my recorder or should I bring in my recorder? Uh, I'll bring my recorder just in case. I better, you know, no, I'll be I back. Better, no, you, you know, hold on. What? Let's park. I better go with you. Why? I know how you roll. Why? Just close it up. Because I know what's going to happen. You're going to get in there. You're going to pace. You might <laughs> find somebody. Then you're going to forget everything that needs to be, like, repeated. Something will happen. This I is all usher parking. No, not here. We're oh, yeah. Park right back where we were. <laughs> original spot. We're right back where we were. All right. Um, yeah, I gotta go back down here. She said exit. I know where I'm going now. I don't know how we get there. <laughs> it's in the middle of the woods. So, okay. Well, where's that? Go back, go back, go back. Go back to where we're located. I think we have to park up here. Up in here. And I think we gotta walk. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we were just off. We parked right here. And then there's going to be a path up here. We're going to get out and walk. Okay? Where's the path? We'll find it. We're going to park here. All right. 
Oh, we're going to find this hurt. This feels all desolate. It does. But we're going in the right direction. It's up here to our right. I also got a little... Hey! I think this is the path. I don't think so. I think so. Let me see. It's definitely a path. It's off to the right. Mm-hmm. Unless you found something else that looks path-like. I don't think this is it, dude. This is a path. It's a path, but I don't think it's I don't think it's the Aaron and I are trudging through the woods. Watch out for goat man, watch out for bear wolf. More than halfway there. To the cemetery? Yeah. I think I did the right thing. I think you did, but I thought there'd be like a road to it, not a path in the woods. Where is this taking us? Sure enough, here it is. Good call, Aaron. Wow, why is it look that well kept up? I don't know. How do you get out here? Well, we found it. There's a stairway over there. Huh. <laughs> that was an adventure. How would you like to come back here at night? Hey. That's pretty still. Yeah. Well, you can still hear birds. Yeah, but I'm just saying, that's still. Wow. Oh, there's a road right there. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what the heck? We are so turned around out here. That was weird. I thought I just heard something make a... I thought I just heard something like make a grunting sound behind me and there's nothing back there. It is still out here. You feel creeped out or no? No. Here, come up here. Is it quiet? It's super quiet. <laughs> there is like nothing. Set up camp right here, just sit here all day. Try for EVP. Hang on, I'm gonna get a picture of us here. I'm gonna get that. I get like a weird vibe, but not necessarily a creepy vibe. Does that make sense? It's just quiet and peaceful. All right, so now I'm going to read what has supposedly happened. What happens in this cemetery? Something happens in this one? This is the one where they see the mist or whatever. Oh. It is just so still. But I mean, it's not like completely silent because we can hear birds and... Oh, the whole forest is really still. Yeah. Is anybody here right now? Pretty sure I would like to come down here at night. 
All right, so, okay. The Carmelite Cemetery, which is where Aaron and I are right now, is the burial ground for Holy Hill's caretakers and the place where visitors encounter strange phenomena. Photos taken in the cemetery sometimes are obscured by a thick mist that isn't visible to the eye, but sometimes the mist does become visible and the experience is particularly unnerving. Visitors to the cemetery at night have reported encounters with this mist. It is said to form quickly out of nowhere and soon engulf bystanders. The mist is said to form into the shape of a man with clearly distinguishable features, including the face, eyes, and beard. Then, just as quickly as it rolls in, the apparition dissolves into the night air and is gone. Some speculate that this is the misty specter of the hermit, Francis Sobrio, who still lingers on the hill. So, Aaron, what do you think of the cemetery? It's very peaceful. Um, I get a, I'm not getting really any weird vibes. I get a weird vibe, but it's like just, I said, not a bad vibe. No, no, it's just peaceful and very... St oh, there's a butterfly. Was it? Right there. Yeah. I know. I, I know it sounds weird, but didn't you say something about butterflies? Uh, with the, the yeah, with the... Uh, I haven't seen a butterfly <clears throat> in a long time. A monarch. No, it's just... You just stand here. There's like nothing. I'll take a couple more pictures, see if there's a mist. But I didn't say nothing. I just mean it's like... Very quiet. You know what's funny? Hmm. It's very quiet here, but yet right up the road, yeah. there's people in yeah. there, so you don't hear anything. I just don't get bad vibes. I get weird vibes, like something's off, but like in a good way. And like you said, it's probably because it's just so peaceful and quiet down here. If anybody's here, I'm taking a picture. One, two, three. All right, last time. Is there anybody here that would like to say something into my recorder I'm holding in my hands? Now is your chance to say it. Should we head back? Yep. All right. Back on our trail. Mm -hmm. Back through the woods. As creepily as they came out of the woods, and they go right back. Keep an eye out for a goat man or a bear wolf. Watch us get lost and become a missing 411. Don't say that. I'm in the back. <laughs> you are in the back. All of a sudden, I'll turn around and you're gone. Oh. Now we check out Hogsbad, Hogsback Road. And what happens there? That's where people see the goat man. Sweet. You found the cemetery. <laughs> After getting lost. <laughs> I can't believe that it did that, that it took us... I can. A half hour. I, I can believe Just it. driving it's, around the whole place. Uh, I was joking that it sounds like the audio from a found footage film where you guys are like never heard from yeah, again. Yeah, <laughs> we're never heard from again. Uh, but it was just... Uh, the part in the cemetery where I talk about hearing the grunt, on my audio, I can hear what I heard, and I don't know what it is, but it is like kind of like a grunting sound, and it was like right by me, and there wasn't, it was it just... It wasn't me. There wasn't, Were no. you hearing frogs or anything like I don't, that out there? No. Because they make weird noises. No. Because at that one point, no. right before that, where I'm like, just listen how quiet it was. Yeah, but it's it was weird that we quiet. step out of the woods, and it's just like... It was. It was. If, if we wouldn't have heard birds, I would have been totally freaked out, because it yeah. would have been too quiet. Yep. You know. that's, and that's all you hear is just 
yeah. hear birds. And like yeah. I said, then I, was, I saw a butterfly. And I was, the only reason I brought that up is because you were talking about butterflies and butterflies synchronicities and, and stuff like that. that. And that's the first time I bet you I've seen a butterfly in a year, two years. Yeah. And then it just happened. Just as we get there. Really? Yeah. Oh. We haven't seen a butterfly in a long we time. We have milkweed and we also have pollinating plants. So we have a lot of butterflies around here. Oh, but okay. well, Maybe it's just because we're living in West Bend. I don't know. But... Yeah. Sweet. It, it could be. Uh, but it was like, it was like, like I said, while we were listening to it, uh, it was like we were temporarily not in where mm. we were before. Like we were somehow like You moved. went through a portal. Like we went through a portal because even in the woods, it was, it wasn't still. There were the wind and stuff mm-hmm. like that, the the sounds of everything around us. And then we get to the cemetery and it was just like, nothing. bang, it was just like nothing. Hmm. And we didn't see another person. There was a path there, but I think that was the path for the stations of the cross. Like, I still don't know where the road is that would take us there. Because you and I took no, this little... There's, and there's Did you a... try looking at, like, a satellite view? Yeah, it, yeah. Like it, you don't see anything. No, because it, it shows the cemetery being, like, in the middle of this woods. Wood. So you see the, yeah. the satellite view. You see the uh, you see the you where the cemetery is, but then it's just... It's it's covered in woods, so you don't <laughs> see anything else. We're it's on just... that little tiny dirt path through the woods, yeah. and I'm like, this. how are they going to get bodies out here? Are they going to drag it on this path? And, like, it made no sense to me weird. how that was out there. Right. But it was, like, really nice. It was... It doesn't look super old either. No. Like some of the cemeteries we visited last week or whenever that was. Yeah. Those, I mean, headstones were falling over. They were from the 1800s. Mold, yeah. Those looked relatively new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Krista and I tried doing this last week too. We tried going to Glen Beulah and it turns, out, it turns out there's construction right on the road going to the cemetery. And Krista and I didn't feel comfortable like walking past all of them being like, hey, mm-hmm. going up there. So we just hit up a bunch of cemeteries in the area trying for EVP and didn't get much of anything. Um, it was fun, though. It was fun, though. Did you get lost? No. Nope. No. She knows her way around that area. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, like this was like a, such a well-kept-up cemetery. Yes, yeah, it looked like, really pretty. There was nothing creepy about I it. I mean, it was manicured, so somebody's getting like a lawnmower out there, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I mean, how is that stuff yeah. getting... There's got to be some access road you guys didn't see. Oh, I'm sure there is. Well, there's a path. There's the walking <laughs> path that I think Yeah, but you're not bringing a lawnmower in there That's on that true. little dirt walking path that you're talking about. So there's got to be yeah, another wasn't access. Wasn't there a road that was right in front of us after we got there, after we walked out there? Because you said, oh, there's a yeah, road right there. Road. But I think that was more the walking path for the Oh, I know what you're saying, the but, that, they, but they might be using that walking path. You know, because it's up. kind of like... GFK prep where there's stations of the cross all along in this the path that yeah, yeah in the woods where you go to kneel and pray and then you walk to the next one and kneel and pray and that's what those were mm. like those the shrines that you and I kept running into uh but it was just I didn't get any bad vibes I thought it was really cool I, hearing that little grunting thing was kind of weird because that was right by me but I don't know what it was and it's super faint on my audio mm-hmm. but other than that, I also think you're in the middle of the woods. It could be any number yeah. of mm-hmm. yeah. things. But it was just, it was so freakishly still while we were there. It was a little unnerving, but it was super, like you said, bring a lawn chair and just sit there and mm-hmm. read. It's just so peaceful. So nothing spooky there. Okay. So this next one, there's now there's two cryptids that supposedly are out there. Okay. We're going to go, the second one is on Hogsback Road. So that's kind of where our next audio segment is it's only like four minutes long because it's not a long road Mm -hmm. but first i want to talk about the bear wolf because this is interesting in the early hours of november 9th 2006 a wisconsin dnr contractor named steve krieger was cleaning up roadkill you and i talk about this was cleaning up roadkill from the back roads around holy hill 
when he had an encounter he would never forget. It was around 1.30 a.m. Like, oh, do you want to be cleaning up roadkill no. at 1.30 a.m.? In the middle a. of nowhere. In the middle I mean, of nowhere. I guess you and don't have to worry about creepy. traffic. I don't even but... want to be driving on a road like that. No. One, but, you like, know, never, let alone getting out of my vehicle to pick up some dead carcass. Yeah. And... yeah. <laughs> at about 1.30 a.m., Krieger had just loaded a deer carcass from the side of the road into the back of his truck and climbed back up into the cab to do some paperwork. Suddenly, the truck began shaking, and when Krieger looked up in the rearview mirror, he saw a huge hairy beast standing on its hind legs, reaching down into the bed of the truck to drag the carcass out the open I tailgate. I feel like I've heard this or read this somewhere. You might have. It's very specific. Yeah. All I saw was the creature, Krieger said at the moment, one paw, or whatever was on it, reaching over to grab the deer. The head looked like a cross between a bear and a wolf. He described the creature as dark-colored with a snout like a bear, but longer and big pointy ears like a wolf. I mean, isn't this the dog man? Isn't it that... sounds like the dog yeah. man, too. Yeah. It scared the living heck out of me, Krieger said. I threw it into drive and off I went. Krieger later realized that the ATV ramp he used to ease roadkill into the truck had also come out with a deer carcass. When he returned to the scene to retrieve it, the creature, the carcass, and the ramp were nowhere to be found which is weird that the ramp was gone. Yeah, where's the ramp? <laughs> yeah. He reported the encounter to authorities. Contrary to his description of the creature, though, local media reported it the following day as a Bigfoot sighting at Holy Hill. Some locals laughed it off, while other locals refused to go out and get the email, or go out to get their mail after dark. There's Bigfoot. But for some, Krieger's encounter was all too familiar, and his experience encouraged them to come forward with similar accounts. A man named Rick Selkert said that he saw the same creature two years earlier, in October of 2004, when it ran across the road in front of him. Local tracker Mike Lane reported finding exceptionally large prints from an animal that must have weighed several hundred pounds. From a WISN.com article from November 27, 2006, called, quote, Bear Wolf Stalks Southern Wisconsin, the article says, Stephen Krieger was doing his job on November 9th, removing roadside deer carcasses overnight for the DNR. Krieger said he had just made a pickup along a remote road near Holy Hill around 1.30 a.m. and was in the cab doing some paperwork. When his parked truck started shaking, he looked in the rearview mirror and got the scare of his life. He said his flashing lights illuminated a huge hairy beast standing on its hind legs, dragging a deer out of the open tailgate. Soon after an interview on television, Krieger said he was bombarded with phone calls. He said that it would be his last interview and that if it happened again, he would not report it. So is a legendary monster haunting the woods of southern Wisconsin? Former newspaper reporter Linda Godfrey had been investigating strange sightings for nearly 15 years. She said the creature being described in Washington County is not Bigfoot. It appears to most witnesses, and I've now talked to over 100 people between Wisconsin and Michigan alone, says Godfrey, some of them feel that this is some kind of unknown natural animal, a scary natural animal, one that some of them even have called, quote, evil. Godfrey, who has written several books on the bear wolf, said that the area is ground zero for sightings. Has she covered the Beast of Bray yes, Road, Yes, she too? was, like, okay. known for the Beast of Bray Road. She said that her research has found that most sightings are reported near Indian burial grounds or spots that are sacred to Native Americans, like the Holy Hill area, which is surrounded by 1,200 acres of protected land. Could be a skinwalker. Could be a skinwalker. <laughs> Big game specialists at the state DNR said that they get some unusual sightings every year. They, they added that they have never found evidence of a bear wolf. The sheriff's department considers the case closed. Krieger responds to this with the awesome quote, Quote, they can all go pound sand as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I saw what I saw. Hmm. 
And then they, they tackled this in a BFRO report. And I love BFRO reports because they're pretty Super thorough. Super in-depth, yeah. yeah. And that's the Bigfoot Field Research Organization, Researchers Organization. On November 9, 2006, the local media in southeastern Wisconsin ran a story about a possible sighting near Holy Hill. The story referred to the contracted worker whose job it is to pick up deer carcasses on the highway on a regular basis. Some versions of the news story said a deer carcass was stolen from his truck by an alleged Bigfoot. The story ran in many newspapers around the country and quickly got the attention of various Bigfoot researchers. Local TV also started reporting on the story. They usually used it as a good humor story for their broadcasts. Due to the topic awareness created by the local news story, other people in the area began talking about observations and experiences they had with a similar-looking creature. I first sought out the contracted worker. He was frustrated because the media seemed to put words in his mouth about the incident. He didn't know what the animal was, and he never said that it was a Bigfoot. He merely described what happened and what he observed. He emphatically stated that he did not call it Bigfoot. The state trooper's report conveys what happened and what Steve observed. It does not call it a Bigfoot either, but some elements of the story seem consistent with Sasquatch behavior, especially the attraction to deer. Because of the deer element, the BFRO wanted to get a detailed first-hand account of what Steve K. observed and experienced. I met with him a week later. We spoke for 45 minutes, and he came across as a patient, rational person. I started off by measuring the distance from the front seat of the extended cab Dodge pickup to the end of the pickup with the tailgate down. It was 13 and a half feet. He showed me the lights he had on at the time. Headlights, interior dome light, factory bed light, and he had an 18-inch amber Beckon light flashing on top of the cab. The Beckon light is positioned on the cab like a police car's official lights where there's one flashing light on each end. I got into the driver's seat of the pickup, looked into the center mirror like Steve had done, and had him stand where he saw the creature. He stood in the middle of the pickup just behind the open tailgate. I could see all of his head and on the bottom halfway between his shoulders and his elbows. Steve stands about 6 feet tall and weighs about 230 pounds. The lighting was sparse, but I could see his facial features. It was an all-black form. If it was an all-black form like what Steve says, I can't imagine being able to see a lot of detail. Next, we spoke about the sequence of events. Steve was driving westbound along Holy Hill Road at 1.30 a.m. and 15 yards of the intersection of Troll Hill Road where he found a dead deer. The deer wasn't on his list of dead deer to pick up. He just happened upon it and figured he'd pick it up because he'd have to, he knew he'd have to go back and pick it up later anyway. Steve receives a list of dead deer locations faxed to him each morning. He lifted up the 80 to 100 pound dead doe himself, put it in the back of the pickup truck with the four other dead deer. He didn't notice anything unusual about the deer, and there weren't any strange sounds around him. He got into the pickup, closed the, closed the door, reached for his clipboard. He didn't have a chance to open the clipboard because that's when he felt the pickup shudder. He thought it was the wind. Almost instantaneously, it shuddered again. He instinctively looked up at the center mirror and saw a dark figure reaching into the bed of the pickup. He said it was all black, had a head that was a cross between a black bear and a wolf. Its ears were pointed straight up, not folded over. He knew it wasn't a bear. He could see something like a muzzle, but he couldn't see its eyes. He said it reached out with one, quote, arm. He could not see whether it had claws or fingers or hands. It had a three foot, it had three foot wide shoulders and described it as being stocky. He said it was about as tall as I am, which is 5'10", when reaching into the bed. I stood behind the pickup truck so he could gauge the height of what he had seen. He watched it at the most for like five seconds, where the first couple of seconds he was trying to figure out what it was. The next few seconds was fear setting in. It scared the crap out of me, he said. He quickly pulled away and didn't bother to look in the mirror as he left. He heard the ramp hit the ground as he headed west. When he set the deer in the pickup, it must have got tangled with the ramp. 
the deer that was taken was the one that he had just put in. He went back five minutes later and there was no deer and no ramp. The reason he went back was because he needed the ramp along with the remaining ramp in the pickup truck, which he used to haul deer into the bed of the pickup truck. Steve goes out every night to do this. He drives out 450 miles a night and picks up from 9 to 18 deer. That's got to be like a rough job. Yeah, stinky. He's been doing this for 18 months and nothing like this has ever happened to him before. On occasion, he'll pick up a deer and hear scavengers in the bushes. Bear rarely ventured that far south into the state. On the morning that I interviewed him, he said early in the night he was at the intersection of Highway 83 and Q and was picking up a deer. Steve said that this he had a strange, uneasy feeling that something was watching him when he did that. Highway 83 and Q is four and a half miles southwest from where the dead deer was removed for his, from his pickup. Last, I asked Steve what was the likelihood that it was someone in a costume. He said, quote, that's about as far out there as someone telling me that what I saw was something from a different dimension. That came to my mind, though. Did it? Some people, if if roadkill's fresh enough, they will take it to a processing place and get it butchered, mm-hmm. and that will be their food. And did you? The only other thing that kind of was weird for me, and I, I I did not know this when you told me, or I must have missed it when you told me originally, but you said that the deer wasn't on his list. He stopped to pick it up. He stopped to pick it up, and that same exact deer was the one that was taken. It was almost like. That was mine to begin with. Like that, yeah. whatever was there, yeah. it was there it already. That. And then maybe yeah. when he pulled up, it, it scared it that. off a little yep. bit. But then it was like as he, as it realized that he was leaving, it's yeah. like, I want my deer back. Yep. You yep. know, I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, the more telling element of Steve's story is that the animal was standing outside the truck and reached into the back to grab the deer carcass. That's not a bear or a wolf or a bear wolf. That's something with thumbs. A bear or a, or a bear wolf would grab a deer carcass with its mouth, not an arm. Sightings occur periodically in North America, but they rarely become local news stories, much less national news stories. This one eventually did become a national news story, albeit briefly. The difference in this case seemed to be, one, the willingness of the witness to report the incident directly to authorities immediately after it occurred, and two, the willingness of the authorities to accept the story and take a statement. Their willingness to take a statement from the witness put the report into the police blotter pipeline where it caught the eye of local news media. That path of transmission had meaning in itself. It subtly suggested that the report was a credible, though unexplained, observation by a reliable observer. This seemed to be the key element that made the report acceptable to the local media and eventually to the national media. So... What's strange to me about this story, I'm one of the strange things... Is that if to me this is a dog man? They're describing a dog man. Yeah. If that thing is running around out there, I don't think it would need to rely on roadkill to feed itself, and I highly doubt it would be waiting for a truck to come pick up roadkill yeah. to take that. There's yeah. plenty of roadkill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just odd yeah. that it's sort of acting like a hyena, like a scavenger. Really? You know what I mean? Right. One of my first thoughts about it was maybe the deer wasn't completely dead when he loaded it into the truck, and then the deer what Jumped was what was and... rattling. Yeah. And when it jumped out, it pulled the ramp with it. But then that doesn't explain where the ramp where went. The because ramp I'm go? sure that the deer, the injured deer, was probably not strong enough to drag the ramp out into the woods. Right. You know, so it's weird that he went yeah, back the five minutes later and everything was gone. I don't know if it was just that deer that was taken or all the deer in the back of the the, the cab. Oh, but yeah, I believe it was said, just that deer. Yeah, it would have to be. So I don't know. Because did he pick I mean, up 18 deer that day? Well, he had four, I think it said four in the back of the oh, truck okay. already. Yeah. But I think it was just Just that the most recent me- one. So I don't know what to make of this story. I really don't. Like, the fact that the ramp was gone is very confusing to me because those aren't light. Like, like right. a, a injured deer isn't going to drag that into the woods. 
And why would somebody take that? How with long him? was it until he came back, though? In case that's separate. Five, five minutes. minutes. Oh, he said five minutes. And at one, unless and if his... you saw this road, it's yeah. There's like nothing. it's not like there's traffic on there. I was no, thinking like if no. it was like an hour later, maybe somebody no. passing by was like, "Oh, I'm gonna pick that up." But... You and I would, other than the person that was following us, <laughs> you and I didn't really yeah, see a lot of no. other people, especially at one thirty in the morning. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You know, so it's just a weird story. It's I weird. Mean, is it possible that his truck dragged the ramp a little bit, hit a bump, and it went flying off into the ditch? And possible. he just never you found it. Possible. You, you would have think that he would have looked like kind of off the side of the road to see if he could mm. see the ramp in the in the woods. But I don't think anybody's ever found that ramp. Hmm. So I don't know what to make of that. You know, that's one of the creatures that lives out there is supposedly the bear wolf. A.K.A. Dogman. A.K.A. Dogman. A.K.A. Bigfoot. <laughs> or dude in a costume who but just he, needs to but eat. But what that report said is right, that if it was a bear, it would grab it with its yeah, teeth. It wouldn't reach true. in with its arm and right. grab it, so that's almost a human. I know there are probably human... big cats in the area, too, but it doesn't line yeah. up to what they're saying. Yeah. What strength does a human have to be able to pull the that ear out like that? Well, he picked it up himself and put it in there. True. Right. But, but it didn't seem like it was a very long. It seemed like it went really yeah. fast. So the guy. Like, but to take the deer and it, the ramp. I don't know. Oh. So I don't know. It's just a, it's a yeah. weird when story. When you told me the it story, too, I was just like, this is this is very weird. bizarre. Uh, but then and the, the other... fact that he told, reported yeah. it. Yeah. Like, why would what? you do that? He wishes Unless he it did were it. real. He wishes he did you know it because I mean? he got so much crap. For... There's nothing to gain from reporting And it. who knows? Maybe it's happened again because he said, I'm never going to say it again. Yeah. Mm. But I, my original theory was that he was he felt like something was watching him on that other section. So his mind might have already been creeped out a little yeah. bit. And when the deer in the back started coming back to life a little bit, he had thought that something was pulling it out of the truck. Yeah, it could be. But... It doesn't explain the ramp being gone because that makes no sense. So the other creature that's supposedly out there is the Goat Man, the Goat Man of Hogsback Road. Hogsback Road near Holy Hill is a narrow, treacherous drive. We we found this out. <laughs> narrow, treacherous drive with sharp turns and steep drop-offs on both sides. It is also home to the Goat Man. According to local legend, the wicked half-man, half-goat beast darts out in front of cars, forcing drivers to swerve and plummet off the side of the road into the woods below. And Goatman has been terrorizing Hogsback Road for a long time. In his book, Goatman, Flesh or Folklore, researcher J. Nathan Couch details the earliest known story, which dates back to the 1870s, when a young newlywed couple attempted to navigate the road by wagon. Likely little more than a snaking trail through the woods, Hogsback Road was still full of peril, and they would, as they would soon learn. When one of their wagon wheels broke, the husband told the wife to remain with the wagon while he went back to town for help. But as the night wore on and he didn't return, she began to worry. Soon, to her relief, she heard movement outside the wagon. But then there was a strange sniffing sound, like a large animal had caught a scent on the breeze, followed by a horrific goat-like bleeding that filled the night air and chilled her to the bone. When she peeked out of the wagon, she caught a glimpse in the moonlight of a creature covered in coarse hair with human legs and the horned head of a goat. She screamed and cowered in the wagon until the sun rose. When she finally emerged from the wagon, the husband was still nowhere to be found. She discovered huge hoof tracks on the ground that led from the road into the forest. She followed the tracks and came upon a large oak tree near the tree line. It was covered in blood, and her husband's mutilated remains dangled from its gnarled limbs. Sounds like a typical yeah. made-up mm-hmm. urban legend. <laughs> yep. So it sounds made up, but according to the website by J. Nathan Couch, who's kind of like the go-to guy on this, 
On October 28th, I'm not sure what year, I don't know if I have it written down, a woman named Mindy Rosette posted the following sketch and message on my Washington County Paranormal Facebook page. Mindy has graciously allowed me to publish it on my blog in the hopes that someone else may come forward with a sighting or perhaps offer some explanation as to what she and her daughter encountered. According to Mindy, quote, at the urging of friends, I'm reaching out to you about an encounter me and my teen daughter had around 9.40 p.m. on September 17th. We were traveling near Highway K and 167 near Holy Hill. I can only say that the creature was maybe four feet tall, hairless, gray, brownish, and running on its hind legs. It seemed to brace for impact. How tall? Four feet? Yeah. Okay. It seemed to brace for impact as my car barely missed it. Below is the picture I drew as soon as I got home. Any ideas? The country surrounding the countryside surrounding Holy Hill has more than its fair share of anomalous activity. In 2006, a large bear-like animal with canine characteristics dragged a dead deer from the back of a county contract contractor's pickup truck. The authorities recall, recorded that encounter as a Yeti sighting and started a minor media frenzy attracting Bigfoot hunters from as far away as California. Following all the Bigfoot clamor, numerous eyewitnesses came forward with sightings of various strange animals, ranging in description from the infamous Bigfoot to odd bear-wolf hybrid creatures. Also nearby is Hogsback Road, an area that local teenagers claim is haunted by an even stranger cryptid, Goatman. Goatman is exactly what he sounds like, a strange humanoid with goat-like characteristics. To me, or to my eye, this creature, while almost assuredly not a human-slash-goat hybrid, could put someone in mind of the legendary creature, particularly with those very unsettling legs which seem to have backwards-bending knees. Wasn't there an SNL character? <laughs> yeah, the goat, goat yeah. <laughs> yep. Stories about Goatman have been told around Washington County campfires and in parked cars since the late 60s. While the creature seems to be mostly urban legend, creatures with a blend of human and goat-like attributes have been reported across the United States, with the oldest I'm aware of occurring in 1830s in Minnesota. When I told Mindy that it reminded me of the Goatman, she said she never heard of it. When she asked me what Goatman was, I was hard-pressed to answer her, so she continued with her description. Its elbow was set very low on the arm. Its legs seemed to bend backwards at the knees like a dog. Muscles were very defined, the thighs especially. I couldn't make out the hands because of the way it was running. I couldn't see the feet as I couldn't see past the car hood. Instantly, I knew this was something incredible. We were shocked and confused trying to figure out what the heck we just saw. We don't live far from that rural area, so we are pretty much freaked out to venture outside again when it's pitch black. It's something we'll never forget. It was a monumental moment. The vision of this thing is etched in our minds. I really want to know what it was. It was tangible. It was not our imagination. I wished I had, I wished I had seen the face, but it looked like it braced itself and tucked its head down. I wish I would have hit it, not to cause harm, but just so that there'd be some sort of evidence. Those who have seen the drawing so far remark that it looks extraterrestrial to them, likely because of the large head that resembles the classic gray alien description given by alleged UFO abductees. I've pondered the drawing all weekend, and the only rational explanation I can think of isn't rational at all. It looks vaguely like a tailless kangaroo or wallaby, but just how did one of those make its way to southeastern Wisconsin? One can't solve a mystery by introducing a second equally puzzling mystery. Interestingly enough, I talked with a man two weeks ago following a downtown West Bend ghost walk who described a creature similar to one Mindy saw outside of his house in southern Kewaskum. A few winters ago, he heard gunshots outside. He peered out his window expecting to see coyotes running down the snowmobile path near his home. 
Instead, he saw a four-foot-tall gray-brown creature with a horse-like head running extremely fast down the snowmobile trail before it dashed off into the woods. The only major difference separating the thing he saw from the one sketched above was that it was covered in shaggy fur. Hmm. So we have a little four-minute clip of Aaron and I driving on Hogsback Road, so we'll play that right now. Now Hogsback Road. Discalced Carmelite Friars. That's the name of the religious order that runs Holy Hill. Yeah, how'd you like to pick up dead deer off the road at 1.30 in the morning on no little, little middle-of-nowhere roads? Uh, these are some really kind of... I don't know, really... There, there is no activity out here at all. So, like, <laughs> if I was out here by myself at one thirty in the morning, that alone is scary. Then you look in your rear view mirror, and you got some beast in your <laughs> some trailer. beast dragging a deer out of your. I'd truck be like, bed. just let them have it at that point. Yeah, take it, eat up, buddy. Well, think about it. It saved him from having to take it back out of the trailer. That's true. Should just let him have it. Just let him have it. He's saving you time and effort. Time and pain. Time and pain. That is dark. <laughs> it's always creepy when you come up by those hills like that. It's like you don't know what's staying on top. I thought you deliver mail out here like this person. Right. Yeah, somebody comes up that road. The mail guy is stopped there. I bet you it's peaceful to live out here, though. Oh, I'm sure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, we better. <laughs> That's why it's like 15 miles an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo! I can see where they're talking about how you'd fall off. There's like nothing there. Wow. Yeah, this is curvy. That's what they were talking about too, right? Isn't that yeah, but this isn't Hogsback Road. Hogsback oh, Road. Oh, we're not even on that. <clears throat> no, Hogsback Road is the one where people have seen the, I think the goat man or the bear wolf. Hogsback. Stop sign here in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Keep going straight. Now here, this is Hogsback Road. We're on it now? Yep. That is a dark little woods right there. Yeah. Well, someone lives there. Yeah, people live here, so I mean, it can't be that bad. No parking at any time. Why would you park there? See anything? Any goat men? Nope. Oof, that is a little bit of a drop here. Uh, we're past whatever we need to do. Yep, no, this is just this the road. Is just to be on the Ooh, road. We got a little wavy road sign. That's never good. Nope. Wouldn't like to drive this in winter when it's icy. air conditioning blared. Oh yeah, look down. Yikes. That's a drop. Yep. I have a couple of beers that come flying through. Right, here's a nice house. Yeah. Alright, I think that was it for Hogs Back Road. I didn't see any any goat men or bear wolves. I would love to live here actually. Look at that house. That's <laughs> very modern. Isn't it? 
Yeah, that's, that's nice. nice. I bet yeah. you that goes for a pretty penny. I'm sure. All right, well, where do we go? Next, we go to the, the pub. Got a little real estate information while well, you're out there? It's, it just it surprised me because it's out there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's this That's really windy live. road, dark woods on each side. And mm. then there's houses there, which I did not expect, I guess, for there to actually be houses there. That's why I said there's people that live out here and they're yeah. like really nice houses. I could see why. Yeah, but if something does run out in front of your car and you swerve, you're, you're, going, going, you're, going, you're rolling down the hill into the woods because mm. it's, it's pretty... Do you take any pictures? Not of the road, no. Okay. Well, I should have. You could have taken a little video, too. I should have taken a video. Well, let's go back. I want to go back. I want to go back. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it was just... It was just like like where you and I went the other day. Just dark woods on each side. Mm -hmm. Nothing around for miles. And I'd be creeped out being on that road... 1 30 in the morning mm-hmm. it's just dark and there's nothing around but even though I, even though those houses are really nice that we're out there you still wouldn't want to live out there no, <laughs> I, I just would. wouldn't you I would? would yeah <laughs> i want to live out in the middle of nowhere surrounded oh, by woods yeah. no neighbors yeah. but it was it was we didn't see any goat man nope didn't get any weird vibes but it was super pretty mm-hmm. so and then after that we made our way to the pub Sweet. uh before we get into this i'll say that the our our waitress i edited out most of her talking to us about the stuff there at the i think pub. she would have been probably cool with it though because she seemed she like, probably she, she was awesome was she awesome. was really yeah, awesome I but her. i just kept that stuff out you'll still hear did her did she come know over. you were recording we told her i i don't know i don't think she knew i don't that. know but that's why i kept most of that out yeah I you're still it. gonna hear her come over to the table and take our order and stuff but as far as talking about the spirit that supposedly haunts there. I kept most of that out. Of yeah, it. we mentioned why you know because <laughs> we get there and it was like lunchtime. Yeah, and here you got two guys that just bumble in and we each order a beer and shared a cheese. Yeah, we split an order, <laughs> and, and she's like, "That's." All you guys want. And then we kind of explained why we were there and what we were doing. Yeah, and she was and super she was cool. Like, then she really got into like, yeah, oh, she was wow. she was really cool. Oh, you could have just said right off the top, we I don't mind if we record you. But I'm not used to doing this. I'm not yeah. used to doing like an on-site. But then she opened up and kind of like told us all the stuff yeah. that he kind of already knew. And it was, yeah, she was really cool. It was, you'll it was hear fun. you'll hear in the clip that we originally thought the place was closed, that we couldn't. The name had changed. Yeah, the, the name restaurant. had changed. Like oh. it was originally called the Tally Hole. Pub. And it was farther hell. away yeah. than what we thought. I think yeah. we thought it was going to be like right by the whole Holy Hill thing. So again, this is a little bit of a drive. This is a longish clip. I want to say 12, 13, 14 minutes. Uh, but it's the last one you'll have to listen to. But at one point, I will tell you at one point, it's in the actual audio that you guys are going to be listening to. I get what I don't know of is an EVP. It could be an EVP. It's weird and I don't know what it is. But it's also very quiet and very subtle, so you will almost need headphones. But I, I, I isolated it, and after we play the audio clip, we'll play the EVP clip where I play it three times in a row. Okay. And you might need to get headphones. And you were the only people in there besides No, there were the other staff. people oh, okay. in there. No, but, but yeah, there were, but it wasn't loud. There was nobody. No. Th- I, I've never heard this and, yet, and no, I was And there. when I got it is when you had walked away to go pay the bill. Yes, okay. And I'm sitting at the table by myself. Yep. Wasn't your stomach curd? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, it could have been. You never know. We did have cheese it curds and been. a beer. But I'll tell you right now, what, what I hear in the clip is like a weird, like a female voice mumbling something. There was no other When there's nobody nope. there. I'm the only one sitting at the table. Yeah, he's over here like... And I think I'm near where the basement door is, and the basement yep. is where supposedly stuff happened. But I'll, I'll talk about it in the clip. So here is Aaron and I going to the haunted pub. 
And what is the name of this? Tally Ho. T-A-L-L-Y-H-O. Tally? Ho. Ho. Pub. Apparently they have no service out here. Put Aaron. E-R-I-N. Whoa. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't go. Uh, <laughs> guess what? What? It's temporarily closed. Are you kidding me? Is it in Hartford? Yes. Yep. Well, Temporarily closed. Poop on that. So... But you can't always go by what this stuff says. Maybe they, maybe that's been temporarily closed since COVID, and they never update their website. Who knows? Let's try it. You know, am I right? Yeah, you're right. I, I, and if I'm wrong, so what? Then we just we got time. Said Hartford, right? We got time. Guess yep. what? Yep, we're going, we're to, Hartford anyway. going to Hartford anyway. So there we go. It made it sound like this pub was, was like right, right. Yeah, it was like right on Holy Hill, but it's kind of not new. No. It's like way out here in the middle of nowhere. Oh, it's not even in Hartford. It's like right here. It's uh, coming up in like a few seconds, Kurt. Right there it is. There it is. It looks like it's it open. Like it's open. I see. Wow. I don't or, see any cars. It looks like. Or maybe are light. those bar lights? I can't tell. Oh, that's a screen. The screen is on. There's a car there. What did I say? There's cars. It's open. I guess. Mm-hmm. 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 You were right. Oh, and a cemetery. And a cemetery. This is the place? This is the place. Jeepers. Oh. No, this is a different name, though. What? This is a different name. Is This the, This has got to be it, though. It brought us here. I don't know if it said Tally Ho in the front. Well, do you want to back up? Yeah. Because I could have sworn it Was said Is there it. another bar next to this that maybe no. I... No. I wonder if it didn't change names or owners. When was the last time you looked? I... Something corner and grill? Uh, double check. JC, this looks like that from the... Outside, though. Is this no longer the tally hole? JC's Corner Grill Restaurant. That's the place, though, right? Well, it looks like it. That looks like the picture you had sent me. Park back here so I can take a nice picture. Why don't I have to park all the way back there? Right here. Well, you pointed there. Because I want to take a nice picture of the place. Give you a nice picture. Don't start. <laughs> you don't have to park way back here in the I'm back 40. Kurt, middle of the woods. I am getting us turned around. Nice. Homemade potato pancakes, Kurt. I love potato pancakes. Well, why don't you get that right now? No. You just said you were going to get something. Fries? Were we just going to give like well, a share and order isn't of fries? fries kind of like a potato pancake? No. Potato, pa- I know potato what pancakes. I know what it is. Potato pancakes a meal. Fries are an appetizer. Now, if you cut up the potato pancakes into fry shaped wedges. That's See? <laughs> Let's just go see. Let's go check the place out. Okay. Oh. Leave it record because now we're going to go in. Yep. Oh, it's cold. Hi, good, how are you? Oh, Right here. Huh? No. 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 Thank you. Thank you. What can I get you a drink? No idea. 
You want a beer, Kurt? Should we get a beer? Oh, I see cheese. Want a beer? What are you going to have? Can you get one beer? One beer is fine. You sure? Yeah. Coors Light for me. Bottle or tap? Bottle. I'll actually do a tap. Coors Light? Yep, yep, yep. Chicken in a bucket. I can get eight pieces of chicken with French fries close on bread for 20 bucks. It's not bad. No. So this place is supposed to be haunted. Aaron and I are here at JC's Corner Grill restaurant, which used to be the Tally Ho Pub and Restaurant. And it is supposed to have ghostly activity. All right. I say let's just do that. All right. Let's get an order of cheese curds with some mayonnaise. Yeah. Right? Mayo. So like mayo with it? I love mayo with it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to split a cheese curd, have a beverage, and then we're going to stop and eat this pizza. What's wrong? Nothing. You had a really, really evil look. Seriously? Yes. I'm like, what? Like, you just look, yeah. That was not Kurt. Are you possessed? I might have been possessed. That I don't was think, weird. I don't think I did anything. You had a very strange look on your face. Really? Yeah. I like this place, though. I do, too, actually. Really this do. is a really nice place. Very cool. cool. While we're waiting, yeah, just leave our stuff here. You can write a beer if you want. Yeah, going up the steps up there. Imagine being here at night by yourself. I bet you it's creepy. You hear footsteps in here, huh? You hear footsteps in here. I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna read about this. I'll take it back when you're done. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, this is the picture. Is it okay if I take a picture of it that we just put oh, up for yeah, the episode? Yeah. Thank you. This is such a nice place. This is really nice. But I bet you almost like original, you know? Yeah. I like how we're going to stop it in for a beer and split a cheese curd. <laughs> She's like, is that it? Sure, that's all you guys want? Yeah. So Emily Rug is the name of the supposed ghost here. Wow, has their obituaries and everything. Oh, it does. Yep. And how did she die? They they supposedly say she was killed in the basement. I'll read it in a second once our food comes. But it she wasn't. I don't think she was killed here. So Emily Viola Rottenbach Ruig was her name. She died in Waukesha County, so she didn't even die here. So why is this one? I don't know because people say that her ghost is supposed was supposedly she was supposedly murdered in the basement here. Then why'd she die in Waukesha? This isn't Waukesha. No, that's why I don't think it's true. But she might not necessarily be the one haunting here if that's the case. Hmm. This is cool. I took a picture of that. This is cool. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. If you need more mayo, just let me know. Okay. No, we'll I think we're good. We'll Thank good. you so much. <laughs> so here we go. Minutes from Holy Hill in the town of Aaron is the Tally Ho Pub and Grill, which is no longer the Tally Ho Pub and Grill. It is JC's Corner. This building was established in the 1800s and served as a saloon, a hotel, and general store. These days, it's a great place to grab some wings and a cold beer and also have an encounter with a sometimes violent poltergeist. 
Mr. and Mrs. Rottenbach owned a tally ho in the 1930s and are said to have operated a brothel there. Miss Rottenbach, Mr. Rottenbach, Mr. Hmm? This was a brothel at one time. Mr. Rottenbach was a violent drunk who put their daughter Emily to work, quote, serving up more than just drinks. Emily was born in 1905 and died at just 31 years old. Legends say that Emily was murdered in the tally ho and buried in the basement beneath a pile of rocks, but we just saw that that's not true because she was she died in Waukesha, and that's not here. Today, most visitors are fortunate enough to just catch the scent of lavender and lemon balm as she passes by them unseen. Others have seen her as an apparition in white. Doors open and close on their own. Voices are heard whispering in the dark after bar close, and footsteps can be heard walking in the basement. But an unlucky few, usually men, have had more harrowing encounters with Emily. In the kitchen, knives have a tendency to come flying off the magnetic strip above the sink. On two separate occasions, cooks have been attacked by them, and both required stitches. A man who lived in the apartment above the bar often woke in the middle of the night to find his coverings had been pulled off of him while he slept, and his valuable possessions would frequently go missing, never to be found again. He believed he was being personally targeted by Emily and eventually moved out to escape her torment. There was a Rottenbach family in the area. Emily, daughter of Charles and Louise Rottenbach, was born in Richfield in 1905 and died 31 years later in 1936. But she was married to a man named Erwin Ruig and has a grave in the Faith Church of Christ Cemetery in Slinger. So if it's not Emily, who is the lady in the white that was supposedly buried in the basement of the Tally Ho and attacks men with knives? And that's supposedly what happens here. And we just talked to the waitress here and... She said she's never really experienced anything or noticed anything weird happening. And it's JC's now. And it's JC's now. Really, really nice place. Oh, Aaron and I are eating our cheese curds and mayonnaise, as you do. Pretty gives us a 10 out of 10. Cheese curds, 10 out of 10. Pretty good. Oh, that is a good cheese curds. That's like Lates. And it's almost like Lates. Mmm. Oh my god. That is a good curd. It was good mayo, too. Not as good as Duke's. Nope. No weird vibes in here? No. But if you were sitting here by yourself, I bet you I'd be. I don't know. Coming down those. To me, it's like really comfortable, but. Coming down those stairs at night, those wooden stairs would be. Mm. You know what I do? A little man or a lot of mayonnaise, a little bit of ketchup. <laughs> I wonder, was somebody killed here in the basement? I mean, did they ever like search? When did that supposedly happen? The thirties, I thought. Hmm. That was really I could see this place being. It was in the eighteen hundreds. This is built. Yeah, it's an old building. It's really old. It's really. But cool. when you think about it being a general store and a brothel. It's yeah. Stuff. yeah. I like this place. Honestly, if I lived around here, I'd be like, I'm going to stop in there and just chill out. I was expecting like and a little... A nice yeah, I was expecting that. like a little country dive bar, and this nope. is not. This is like a really nice, nice place. Yep. I concur. I think we're going to eat you all of our mail. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to shut off the recorder then. I think we're done. I know I should probably leave it running while we're here, just in case we get a... Emily, if you're in here, please come and say something to my recorder. Please don't throw a knife at me. I'm going to put my recorder right here at the end of the table. Try with the ketchup, though. 
So if you're not Emily, tell me what your name is. I'm going to go bring this up because if she gets busy, I'm going to have to. Just give me the cash, right? Or do I leave that here? Uh, give it, I would give it to her. You never know. Last chance. Is there anybody here with us right now? Gotta finish my beer. There you go. Oh, those were freaking good cheese curds. They were really good cheese curds. Like I said, I don't get a creepy vibe in here. It feels really like comfortable to me. It doesn't feel creepy to me at all. Okay. But maybe it changes in here all day. She said it's creepy in the basement here, though. Mm -hmm. The she waitress. Said something down there. Yeah. So I think this is Aaron signing off, and this is Kurt signing off. Toodles. Toodles. Oh no, that's not what we say. Stay strange. Stay strange. <laughs> You two do sound like an old married couple. You can tell <laughs> it's getting later do. in the day. You're both getting a little cranky. Yeah. Kurt, Maybe you should have had more than a beer Kurt and cheese. Kurt gets his curves. crabby pants on later oh, yeah. that afternoon. Yeah. Once, it, my gets, house, once uh, it gets to be like one or two in the afternoon, yep. I start getting a little he, fussy. Yeah. Um, but we do talk a lot about food. We do. We, have, we always have. Uh, I'm we, hungry just listening <laughs> to this. The cheese curds there were so good. Did you also hear uh, about talking about the fish fry? That's an important thing. That's a Wisconsin thing. That's a Wisconsin, thing. Wisconsin, Wisconsin thing. thing. For us, we don't even menu. pay attention to it. Then as yeah. we're listening, we're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That is a Wisconsin thing. But it was it was an amazing place. It was like, like I said, I expected it to be like a dumpy little bar in the middle of nowhere. But it was really nice. But yeah. it was like all original stuff. And I could see where... It would be creepy in the middle of the night. Oh, um, I could too. I didn't save it on here, but at one point the waitress came back and she says there's definitely something going on in the basement. Yep, the basement is weird, and that's the area that is supposedly haunted. But even the waitress, well, like when we were talking with her, she's like, the thing says that she died in in Waukesha or whatever. She right. says, so it sounds like she's not the one that haunts this place. Mm -hmm. So it was weird, but it was it was nice. But at the point where Aaron gets up to go pay the bill, uh, I'm sitting at the table alone. You're going to hear the beep, I think, of the register. And you're going to hear the country music song playing in the background. But there's a voice that, a female voice that sounds like it mumbles something right after the beep. So I isolated that section and I played it. It played three, it plays three times. It repeats three times in this clip. But you might want to get headphones on, but I hear what sounds like a female voice mumbling something. And it's too close to the recorder to be the, the, the girl, when that you were, the waitress you were talking to, because you're not there. And nope. it's just weird. This is like the only clip I caught. I'm, I'm not saying it's an EVP or a ghost voice, but I can't figure out what this is. So we will play that section of audio, and it's going to repeat three times, and it is right here. So I, so I hear it. I hear it too, and I don't know what it is because, like Aaron is saying, are we sure that's not? It sounds like 
Aaron went up to pay. I had my recorder sitting on the end of the table, and whatever's making a noise sounds like it's right. I mean, this isn't. This is not a class A EVP. No. It's like some. It sounds to me like a female mumbling something, mm-hmm. but but it's right by the recorder, and I'm the only one there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the recorder will pick up stuff from all over the room, but this does sound like it's. It's like Meh-meh. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And again, it's very faint. You're. It's good to listen with like no even noise canceling headphones, but it sounds like a female voice mumbling something. And I think it's weird because this is shortly after I said, can you say something or let us know you're you said here? said this was the last time. Yeah. And that's, and then you walked away mm-hmm. and then I got that. And I just, I know it's not great, but that's the only thing I really got that day. Hmm. But the waitress did, yeah, the waitress did say there's something going on in the basement. The basement is weird. Uh, so. And you was, got some good cheese curds out of it. We, we did. did. We did. There was a, uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there was a article on CNET called, quote, Real Life Ghost Busting at the Tally Ho Tavern from October 30th, 2011, where a ghost hunting group did go there. And the reporter that tagged along with them said, like, nothing happened, mm-hmm. you know, okay. but it's, 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 I could see the place being haunted. Just be, it's like Elsing's with the history where it was a brothel at one time. Mm-hmm. And this place yeah, was a, a general store, a brothel. I didn't get, I didn't get sick going to this one. I got <laughs> no, I got sick going into Elsing's. But I could see this being haunted, but she said there is stuff that goes on in the basement. So it is, of all the places we went to, I think this one was yeah, like active. At least the most yep. promising. At least the most promising. And I think it's just a matter of it being like super old, some energy lingering there. It being a brothel, maybe. Well, it's got a lot of history. You know, but I thought it was cool that they have, you know, like she pointed to the other side of the the. The, the where the people were eating where they had pictures of emily like the, the child yeah. as a child and as an adult emily's the one that supposedly haunts the place but it's probably not emily because she didn't die there yeah, something doesn't make sense with that but, but i don't know I, I i was interested with the evp we got i know it's not much but it sounds like a female voice mumbling something when aaron is off paying the bill and i'm just sitting there alone after i asked for it to say something cool so that was our day. That was, was our a, day It out. was definitely a It day. was a lot of fun. It really was. Uh, from dying walking up the steps <laughs> of the, the tower to the <laughs> cheese curds and mayo at the haunted pub. But it, the place is beautiful. The, the pub is awesome. I want to go back there. I told Aaron it was funny because when I was in the at the park and ride waiting for him to pick me up because I've been liking all their stuff, I got a badge as like their top fan of this JC's Corner. Oh, funny. <laughs> yeah, <Facebook>. so... <laughs> I, t- I do think that place might have something well, going we on. We got to go back there. Plus, the food was good. The food was amazing. So, we, we so should I go back. You only tried the cheese curds. We only got the we cheese curds, really but there the was other curds. stuff on there that seemed like, oh. yeah. But again, I, I wish I knew what her name was. She was so nice. Yeah. She'd come over and talk to us about yeah. stuff, and it was just an amazing place. Mm-hmm. So, that was our day out. That was a holy hill. That was our holy hill on site investigating. Fun thank little you, field trip. And thank you for including me on it. Oh, of course. It. It, was, it was a good of time. Of course. I wish Krista could have came. You you were done at like eleven o'clock. Yeah, that the day, timing but, just wasn't right. But by eleven o'clock, we were heading well, it's to good the... because he would have already been. By the time he would have shown up, he would have been ready. Mr. Krabby Pants. He was getting crabby. Yep. It would have been better <laughs> if we could have done on-site stuff at like three in the morning. But well, then I would have been crabby. Then you would have been crabby. <laughs> <laughs> and it may have been you know trespassing, but whatever. True. So it's just really interesting area, like ghosts, cryptids. You know, there's mm-hmm. so much that supposedly goes on there. So that's all I got. Holy Hill, Wisconsin. Beautiful. Beautiful. Anything else? You doing song choices? No, I I, think that's it. I didn't pick a song choice this week. 
I, that's okay. We'll yeah. just do yours. I wasn't feeling songy this week. No. So I had to go with uh, Kurt. You're not going to be too surprised by this, but it had to be something by Blue October. I yep. figured it would be. Yep. I've been disappointed if it wasn't Blue yep. October, or it might have been Bon Jovi. I'm a big Bon Jovi fan. I don't care what people say. Um, but no, Blue October. Um, our family is just literally obsessed with it. Uh, with them, uh, I've seen them numerous times. Met the band. In fact, at one point, you got to be friends with the. Guitarist. I got to be good friends with the guitarist. He's no longer with the group. He's now the guitarist for. I can't think of the name. It's a country singer. Yeah. McCullum, McCutcheon. Something like that. Something like that. Anyway, uh, Will Knack uh, was the guitar player for Blue October for the last couple of years. And he actually was teaching my son how to play guitar uh, via the um, FaceTime or whatever the heck it, I don't know. I'm not a tech savvy guy, but yeah, they did lessons over the computer and stuff, which was just awesome. And then we actually met him uh, before the last, the last concert that we saw him play at. We met him in the hotel that he was staying in. He came down, he met Alden personally, signed his guitar. We got pictures with him. That's really cool. Um, During the concert, he looked for us while he was on stage playing, waved to us. He gave all, he gives Alden guitar picks. It was just amazing. Uh, the kind of connection that that this group can have with with the people yeah. that um, that follow them and the following, like you've mentioned, is just it is a different group of people. Well, if your family said that, goes, did, your, did your mom and dad go to a concert? No, but they know the whole history of Blue yeah. October. They wa- we watched. Uh, I actually made them sit down and watch the documentary <laughs> video. Uh, it's like a movie, and they were just like floored by I've the story the, I've of seen the band the story of justin times. Furstenfeld, the lead singer and all this stuff and it's just uh, my dad loves their music in fact we're going to be going to see them they're coming here uh december 3rd at the rave uh i'm trying to get kurt it sounds like i'm going to get him to come along we'll, we'll see about you're that. going you're going you're do um, some investigating i might actually there. make that his i <laughs> yeah, might well rave, i might make that his christmas gift the, and he can't say the no. rave is supposed uh-huh. to be haunted we did yes, an episode on just, it. I just listened to that, yep. actually. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's like a whole family experience. And when, you know, the people that follow the group, it's like a big family. Yeah. Um, you have families that go there, and it ranges anywhere from you have older people in their 60s and 70s I've yeah. seen there, down to little kids that are there. Yeah, you got like, jocks, you got you goth got people. You got goth people, you have like <laughs> jockey people, you yeah. have young kids, you have old people. It's, like it's such an amazing mixture of people. That, that But Blue October are just so good. And they're they're starting to become more mainstream now. I don't want to say mainstream, but I'm just saying, I think it's because they're becoming more popular. Yeah. And they've been around since 1995, so... Uh, yeah, they've been around a long time. But yes, anything by Blue October. But the song that I'm going to choose, um, I'm going to go with uh, my wife's favorite song, uh, which is Calling You. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, I, I believe my daughters, who are uh, 25, and my other daughter is going to be 24, uh, they have uh, qu- or, uh, lyrics from Blue October tattooed on them. They also have... Uh, Justin Furstenfeld's initial, uh, initials that they had signed on something. They had it transferred onto their arms. Um, I have one tattoo. It's like the, the, the heart tattoo with the cross. It's yep. on his neck. I have it tattooed on my arm. So, yeah, we are absolutely <laughs> obsessed with the band. Fans. Big Blue October fans. Calling You was kind of the song that got them known because it, that was like a kind well, of Well, Hate a Me is the one that really got them known. But well, Calling call, You... Calling You, got I think, kind of got them known in Texas because like, they're from Texas. I was that one of the songs that was on the American Pie soundtrack? I, it might have been. It's, but it's, that was like their first kind of yep. like got them out through Texas. Yep. And then Hate Me. 
and then hate me. Yeah, Came but it's just it's a very it's 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 a little bit more upbeat. Yeah, the lyrics are when you actually listen to it, it's uh, the lyrics are actually kind of sad, but it's it's kind of a feel good kind of song, which. Yeah. At that time, uh, that the, the music that they were writing wasn't always feel good. Yeah. Uh, when you listen to his lyrics and stuff, they they could be a little depressing at that time. And now you listen to the stuff, yep. and it's a little bit more upbeat. But yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, "Calling You" by Blue October as the song pick. But really, anything by Blue October is amazing. Yeah. So that's what I got. Good call for a song. Yeah, nice. like I said, I wasn't feeling songy this week, so I didn't do one. Do you have any uh, questions? We have one question, but we, I, I wanted to say before I forgot, the scariest thing we saw our day of. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, That's right. It you was were talking so about surprised this. that you remembered yeah. it. <laughs> it was so weird. Oh, that, well, here we go. Aaron and I love geocaching, and our plan for that day was to get a couple after. Get a couple geocaches. We were going to do Holy Hill, and then we're going to go, was it Hartford? Where you we were, were going to go to, we were we were go to the festival right and pick up, up some groceries. Yep, yep. Yeah, and we're like a married we couple in there where you're getting mad because I'm forgetting to push the cart, and yep. then you got to come back and get the cart. Yep, uh, <laughs> absolutely. But so we picked, we grabbed a couple geocaches. <laughs> the last one where we're like, nope, we're done. It had I don't remember what it was called, but it had a really long description, and we're like, we don't need no stupid description. We're just gonna go get the geocache. Mm-hmm. So we pulled, and it, it had to, a whole bunch of likes. Yeah, it so had we're like, like, oh, a this ton is cool. And we're like, oh, so we pulled into this long driveway. And then we pass this sign that says, caution, past this point, you may see naked, naked hikers and gardeners. And we're like, we're thinking this is part of the geocache. And we're like, that's kind of cool. So we get up to like this kiosk thing mm-hmm. and we're looking at it and we're like, is this a nudist colony? And I'm like, I don't, I don't. And then all of a sudden I see a man walk out of the, the barn that's right there, just naked. <laughs> Just and I'm like, old I'm like, Aaron, too. go, go back. He's out. like, uh, I'm like, Aaron, I'm like, back naked. out. And then you're like, why? And I'm like, there's a naked guy right there. There's a naked old man right there. And then you look and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. So then old we backed, cheeks. we backed out of there and left. And we Guess were you like, should read the description next time. Well, yeah, but it's like, we were kind of we mad because like I when we mad. used to, we used to take, we used to pick Courtney, Alyssa and their friend Acacia up from mm-hmm. fourth grade and go geocaching with them. And like it annoyed us to think of like pulling into here with the girls, <laughs> fourth grade girls. Yeah. The description like at the top should be like adults only. It should or say something. like warning. There yeah. should, should never, say, in my opinion, it shouldn't exist in geocaching. That's just me. No, and there were a lot of geocachers that it took off their clothes to and went yes. and got and then the, they the have geocache. like pictures of the geocachers. That's crazy. Well, they're Dude, naked and they put I'm like little bleeps. So I'm like, or they're holding the geocache not... in front. Yeah, I did. You I, know? I just didn't like it because. Geocaching, you it's know, a family thing. It's a family thing. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, not everybody reads those descriptions. I'm getting a little salty talking about it right now. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't like it. I, I was, I was really offended by it. I'm like, no, this is not what this is about, and yeah. I, I, I don't like it. But I could totally see us being uh, girls. Go find, go get the geocache here. We're well, then I did the tell my wife. I'm like, hey, hon, we, we called her up. And we said <laughs> yeah. we needed her to come. We need and you to come and get this geocache for us. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to be nude to get it. Well, God, I hope not. But I can't make you take your like clothes I said. Off. It, it makes me, it makes me like cringe to think of sending yeah. the three fourth grade girls out to get it. And all of a sudden, there's naked or, men right there. Or because it is, a, it's not like it's gated off. Not it's that, not like it's stopping. 
think that I'm against nudism it? because that, if that's your thing, that's totally cool. It's just... But just think of it this, this way. It, being that it is a family thing and it's a kid thing, kids go out and do this by themselves. What if you had a couple kids that are on their bikes? They don't know what that is. Yeah. They go biking up to it, right? Yeah. Because there's, there's no, nothing there that's stopping the person no. from going. So and once you, you get past that sign, you literally that, can see people gardening nude. Uh, I was like, unbelievable. Like, like you your girls would have been, been traumatized yeah. if we sent them out there. And <laughs> You there's said like, you actually have a friend that's been there. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I mean, it's cool. If you're into nudism, that's cool. It's just, I don't like that being mixed in with, with geocaching. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it so was that weird. was that was our end of the day. That was like, the scariest thing go, of the let's day. Let's just go to the grocery store and go home. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Saggy so, yeah. butt cheeks. But Saggy the question, I didn't look cheeks. to see if we got a question from a listener, so I did another one with... Chat GPT? With, no, this one I did with Bard, which is the Google uh, AI. Okay. Same thing. Though. I said, ask us a question for our paranormal podcast, and it asked this, which I just thought was actually really cool. So then it responded, and it said, my question is, can synchronicity be used to communicate with ghosts? And then it wrote, synchronicity is a concept that was first proposed by Carl Jung. It refers to the occurrence of two or more events that are related in some way that but do not have a causal connection. For example, you might see a number that has special meaning to you, and then shortly afterward, you hear about someone who died who also had a special connection with that number. Some people believe that synchronicity can be used to communicate with ghosts. They argue that ghosts can send us messages by arranging for us to experience synchronicity. For example, a ghost might want to communicate with you about a particular event in their life, and they might arrange for you to see that number as a connection to that event. Mm-hmm. So that's their question. Can ghosts use synchronicity? I would say yes. I never. Th- I don't think. I, th- you, I don't know how you would use synchronicity to communicate back, though, unless you acknowledge the synchronicity and say, "Okay, I'm listening. What What else do you want to tell me?" But I me? could see me as a ghost saying, "I always talked about 1111s on the yeah. podcast. I would send those to you guys yeah. as a way to say, hey, 'Hey, I'm still around.' Yeah. I, I like can Aaron, definitely. Like you said that you never experienced any of this until I started talking about it on the podcast, where then you started seeing the 1111s. Yeah, I see 1111 a lot. I yeah. do too. I just a saw it lot. yesterday. Yeah, and I don't and anymore. When I say I see it a lot, I mean it is the most bizarre thing that when I go and I don't know it happens a lot when I'm at work all of a sudden I'll just look at my watch and I don't look at my watch that often yeah. um, unless it's going but off it's like until, something is, I, it's like something wants you to yes, look at your I watch have, and now that I'm also aware that that from what I've heard you know you saying uh, that be aware of your surroundings and, and what's going on in the moment so I think about my, that now when I see the 11 11s like what's happening in this moment you know either embrace it or whatever um, but it's weird because the only times I really look at my, my watch when I'm at work is when my alarms are going off for meetings and stuff like that. Otherwise, I'm not, I don't do it, yeah. but it never fails. The one time I will do it, all of a sudden I look down, I'm like, God dang it, there it is again, 11, <laughs> yep. 11. Yeah, yeah. So it is, it, it is weird. I would say, yeah, I think it's communication from the universe, from spirit. Well, it depends on the context and where you are, but... I don't know that I've ever had a synchronicity happen during a paranormal investigation, but I don't know that I was really thinking about synchronicities back then. That would be an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, like I never thought of synchronicity as ghost messages, but I guess it could be. Yeah. I told you the synchronicity yeah. I had on the way here this morning. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I, weird. <laughs> I've, I've had some with somebody on TV saying what I'm typing. I've had a bunch of those lately, but otherwise I've had nothing. I've had weird stuff happen in my apartment, actually. Really? Did I tell you about the, the fan tipping over that one day? Did I tell you about that no, in the last episode? I don't think so. Did you? I don't know. So there was one day I'm sitting in my re- my recliner doing research for the episode, and I had my fan on across the room because it was it's hot in my what apartment because kind of I don't have a box fan. Okay, because I don't have an air conditioner. They are a little tippy. Yes, just putting that out. Yes. There. So so 
this has never happened. I've had that on all the time. This has never happened. So I'm sitting there in my chair doing podcast research and all of a sudden I hear clunk and I look and the fan had tipped over hmm. and I'm like, that's weird. That's never happened. So I went and lifted it up, put it back up. About 15 minutes later, I hear clunk. My computer bag in front of the chair flipped, tipped over. Oh, that's weird. And I'm like, that's never happened before. But I'm thinking it could be the fan blowing on it made it tip over but it's never done that before and hasn't done it you since. have to have your fan on pretty so, and it wasn't it was on like the lowest <laughs> some setting. industrial fan so it was two in that one day hmm. and then two mornings ago i have this little fan i bought at walmart that's like you plug it into a usb it's hmm. just a little office fan yeah but when i wake up in the morning at two o'clock or whatever i get up it's, it's charging all night. I get up, I put it in my living room window so it's blowing the cold air in from outside. And I always have to position it just right because if it's leaning against the screen, it vibrates the screen, which drives mm-hmm. me crazy. So I put it in there, have it sitting just right, turn it on, and then I go back in the bedroom and I'm laying in bed and playing games on my phone or, or whatever. I might have been reading Reddit ghost stuff. So I'm sitting there. And this has never happened with that fan before. I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I hear clunk, a loud clunk in the living room. And I'm like, what was that? So I go in there and the fan that was on the windowsill behind the the blinds is now halfway across the room. That's weird. And I'm like, if it would have just tipped over and fell. And it was plugged in or you charged it? No, it was charged. It was charged. It was just tipped over. Like if it would have it should tipped be just over under the window. It fell. It should be just Especially under the window. behind the blinds. Yes, but it was like halfway across the room, and Ooh. I was like, "That was really weird." And that that was the last thing. Maybe Narnie's still there. You know, cats do like it, it might knocking be. stuff over. Because I'm like, what made that noise? Or and you I got I'm, some crazy bird that smacked into the window. That was that's, that is seriously my <laughs> that was seriously one of my thoughts was that something hit the screen something hard the screen. enough to. At two o'clock in the morning, though, birds bat. are like nesting. A bat, maybe. Bat. Oh, it could be a bat. But that's but still, the only. That's I like the, only, the I like the Narnia. That's thing. the only <laughs> thing. I, that's the only thing I can think of. But it was way farther across the room than it. Because I'm like, what made that noise? And I'm like, where is the fan from the window? And then I turn around and look, and it's like halfway across the room and i'm like that's weird mm-hmm. so that's that's what happened so hmm. no you I don't did know. Not so now i'm that. kind of keeping an eye out for thing ha- things happening in my apartment again it's an interesting theme of things getting knocked over it is it is which has never happened before and then it happened all in this one one or two weeks yeah. i don't know it's weird it is weird so there you go uh deets is it time for the deets it's time for the deets email us at the strange sessions at gmail.com krista Oh, nobody does a great job on Twitter. I don't even know if anybody even goes to Twitter. We are on Twitter at Strange Session without the final S. Yeah, I do nothing with that. No. I don't even know the login anymore. I don't either. Uh, if you want to hack into that account, take it over. Go right ahead. <laughs> do a better job than I've been yeah. doing. That's <laughs> the one that you've always been salty on anyway because of the final Yeah, S. because yeah. somebody mm-hmm. else. We, Krista does a great job on Instagram. We are, at the, we are at the Strange Sessions on Instagram. Love you, Instagram listeners. You can send postcards and snail mail to The Strange Sessions, P.O. Box 434, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, 54221-0434. Please call our lonely phone line, especially if you have a story you want to tell us. Yes, listen to our stories. Because like I said, I was freaking out the other morning because I got your your Gmail is going to be discontinued because it's not Do you want to give used. a date that you need these stories by? Uh, two weeks from right now. Which would Well, it would be... have to be yesterday, though. We don't want to be getting them today. Good point. Two weeks from today. So the 28th, July 28th. What she said, July (laughs) July 28th, please send us any weird, funny stories. And to be honest, even if you want to write and be like, love the podcast. Yeah, we'll read anything. We'll read anything. Well, within reason. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
So by the 28th, please send us your unusual stories because we would love to read them. Everybody loves the listener stories episode. It's one of my favorites. So if you have those, you can send them to the strange session stories at gmail.com and I'll try to remember the password or just message me on Facebook. Send me a text message. You can just reset the password. I know. Uh, if you want to call, leave it, leave it on our phone line because we love playing audio clips. If you want to show up drunk at my door at three in the morning and tell me about it, go right ahead because I'll be up. Uh, and I think that's it. Aaron, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks was again, guys. Was it everything guys. you thought it would be being yeah, on here? Yeah, it was fun. I really had a good time. Now, was, now you'll fun. know when you listen to the episodes where I where we are on oh, the opposite cool sides of the, the table. I, it's cool because I got to do like two parts. I got to do the investigation thing and yeah. then come on here. Yeah. So I wish there would have been more scary stuff on the investigation, but... No, it, just turned, it turned into kind of a comedy act with us, but <laughs> that's how we are all the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> again, this was kind of a lighter episode because it's just hanging out with Aaron and I. But where I think it would be good is like a haunted, if we stayed overnight at like a haunted hotel where we're recording at two o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, we're here. It was so peaceful there. I didn't get any weird vibes. No, it was nice. Cemetery was a little weird because it was so... We should go back there in the fall. Quiet. We should go back there in the fall. We should. You should come with us in the fall. Yeah, I would totally love it. Me too. But it was, it was, I can't imagine that view with the changing. My base was so pretty. But you're up there quite a ways. So maybe we'll go. Maybe we'll revisit. Go back to the pub. I would love to have gone down to the basement, but yeah. I'm still well, maybe this. if we. Like, run I'm not really good. Like when we got there, it's funny because I edited it out where you're like, "Tell her, tell her that we're recording. Tell her we're doing a paranormal <laughs> podcast." And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm weird about that. You know, like I don't want to be like, hey, I'm yes, same. This, I do this dorky podcast." You know, but I told her anyway. But yeah, you told her anyway. So thank <laughs> you for that. But then, then she was like, you know, it's cool that she said there is something going on in yeah. the basement. The basement is weird. So I'd love to go back there. So hopefully you guys like this. If not, sorry. <laughs> but this was just kind of hanging out at Holy Hill. Amazing place. Didn't get any creepy vibes. Thought the EVP, possible EVP was a little weird, but I could see the pub being haunted. That was the one area that I'm like, there's something here. But there's so much wooded area for a creature to live in. I could see something being out there because there's a lot of deep, dark, dank mm-hmm. woods out there. So I think that's it from Krista, Aaron, myself. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks again, guys. Uh, and now you're going to be here for the side sessions, yeah. which you picked the topic. Yeah. And yippee ki <laughs> And you are, you are going to be here for the book club podcast where you're not going to have any idea just, what we're talking nope. about. That's all right, though. That's, that's all, right. all right. So from Krista, Aaron, and myself, until next time, stay, stay strange. strange.